And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mock! Sheen Washable! Nope. The man of many names. <laughs> and the Red Baron. Yeah. Oh, we are back. Okay. For this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Off next week. <laughs> yeah, we've actually... They're actually, um... We've, we've worked... The Red Baron and I have ordered new business cards. They are... They, they've reached the status of reoccurring guests on the business uh, card. And these are, these are clones. We're helping the youth. We're buying the youth beer. No, no, no. They no. asked, but we said no. <laughs> yesterday, the youth made me mad. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, the youth. So, yeah, uh, there's a fun surprise. They were going to be on for the first half of the show, and then, uh, you know, the other team forfeited, and they're, they're, they're coaching that they're, they're doing for uh, baseball. They're Almost back to 500. Coaching of properly erect, <laughs> erect phalluses. <Two> forfeit wins. <laughs> hey, 500 is 500. Four and five, baby. You think if the Browns make the playoffs, they're going to be like, ah, uh, well, we tied this deal. They're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just found out, it's, you, you mentioned playoffs. Apparently, Little League, like, doesn't do playoffs anymore. So what, you just end the season with I whatever get, record? Like, they said that the other day, and I was like, well, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, what the fucking <laughs> point of playing? What's the point? <laughs> so just whoever has the best record wins? I don't even think it's like you win. It's just, Participation hey, trophies over. for everybody? It's hey, just, we're done. Know, you guys paid a lot of money. Go fuck yourself. 30 racks for everyone? <laughs> yeah. Might as We're well getting these fun. kids drunk. <laughs> every kid gets a 30 rack and every coach gets a handle of Smirnoff. <laughs> Shut up. Grape. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd be in. <laughs> oh, Kendall, what, what throwback jersey are you wearing today? No throwback. I'm wearing a gift from Kyle. Who? This is Mr. Stephen Hauschka. Oh, the man who made his name is my bad. People don't know my name. That's right. And actually, that, that wasn't his name. Yeah. I made it up. It's Ted. It's Ted. Ted Williams. Williams. <laughs> not even good. He's pretty good. He got you the a bills goose egg aren't last so week, good. Bro. He got you a goose egg. He did. But I don't blame him. I blame the team. <laughs> they couldn't get really down the field. Thing. They're they're awful. Their bills are just awful. We'll save it for the rankings. That <laughs> <laughs> haven't been done yet. Um. So yeah. So we. But they're gonna be here for the whole show. We're here. We have. Red Baron and I were afraid we wouldn't have any guests today, and we've got two guests. <laughs> we've got to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. All right. Uh. Starting lineups. Man of many names. Oh. I got Except the real name. The Sierra Nevada. <laughs> the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Everybody's first craft beer. <laughs> What's that accent you're doing? No, it's not. I don't know. It's either that or Magic Hat. I. Uh, I know. First of all, why well, I give it to Magic Hat? Because Magic Hat. Was I wish I had Magic Hat because I don't mind that. If you believe hard enough, that'll become a Magic Hat. <laughs> No, Radio. it's not there. Somebody else just smell that shit that just popped out of Kyle. <laughs> There's the magic hat. <laughs> so, Machine, I have the grossest beer at the table. Yeah, it's it's what was in the fridge. It looks like an A and W cream soda. <laughs> about to say that. It's no, a, that's a that's a Brookside <laughs> dirty water ale. It's a Chimay Doré. You're gonna throw that up. 
<laughs> You're gonna throw that. Well, Chimay, I mean, their normal Belgian is pretty good. I, I've never had this one, so yeah, yeah. we'll see. It's gonna uh, suck. I have from Pipeworks Brewing in Chicago, from the Riddler Collection, the Bomber series, Cinnamon Abduction, a cinnamon imperial stout. So you're gonna throw that up too. I hate cinnamon. Hey, can you, Kyle, can you sing the Snoop Dogg cinnamon abduction, like sensual seduction? Can you sing for us? You heard that song before? Yeah, but I don't remember. The Come thing. on, you just gotta say. On the car ride cinnamon. over here, Kyle played "Walking to Memphis" for the 400th time this month. And, and um, walking to Memphis. And then Kyle played a cover guy that was doing it, and he was just like, "This better be fucking good." And all of a sudden, the guy starts singing and goes, "All right, not bad." <laughs> <laughs> He falls in love with any cover, anything. Cinnamon seduction. Good enough. Cinnamon Good subduction. Enough. You sang it in the same... <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> he was singing a cover... He was singing a parody cover of a Snoop Dogg song over Walking in Memphis. <laughs> Riddler uh, picked out a beer for me this week, and I'm very excited. Harpoon came out with a Dunkin' Coffee Porter looking just like how uh, Dunkin' Donuts does You know why stuff. Dunkin' Donuts did this? I have no because idea. Because it's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. Oh, it's just Duncan. It's just Duncan. Duncan officially. Yeah, I saw the the first the, the four four brand new stores went up in Connecticut this uh over the past week and a half. Like new like new ones were built or mm-hmm. they moved or whatever. And they're all sporting the Duncan signs now. So that's love, gonna be the turnover. I love the place that got their start on donuts. <laughs> we're moving the donuts. People are like outraged about it. Like who cares? You, know, you can still get whatever you want. What do you man. call it? Duncan. <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody said they weren't gonna have donuts, they're just removing it from the name. Yeah, it's 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 the restaurants. The they're just not going to let teachers go there anymore because they're right. They're just a waste of space. They take the bucks out of Starbucks. I mean, honestly, Star. Hooked on Phonics can do everything <laughs> Rebecca does. Listen, I learned how to read by Hooked on Phonics. Yeah, Babbel that taught me how to speak Spanish with confidence. I don't know if you guys have heard that, those commercials. Have you heard those? Yeah. I haven't heard that. Oh, some Babbel. guy's just like he's like Donde Esteras, and they're like, and it just makes like a little ding sound like you did it. Right. He's like, ha I'm speaking <laughs> Spanish with such confidence now. <laughs> And it's like, good for you, middle-aged Alabama white man. Um, Kekos. Uh, Toast of Excellence, Souls. Fuck. Mock. Mine is uh, it's a joint-to-joint effort here, but it's to me and Kendall for our fantasy matchup last week. It was exhilarating to watch. We both scored over 200 points. And but- as Kendall predicted, he got bested by McManus. <laughs> yep. It was a season high for me, and it will be the only 200 performance I'll have this season. It was incredible, because every time I looked, I was like, oh, I'm down 60. Oh, it's tied. Oh, I'm down 80 now. Oh, it's tied again. <laughs> like, what's going on? You know, I would have won, too. If it the bills weren't meddling kids. Yeah, if the bills weren't terrible, and O.J. Howard wasn't a puss. He got hurt. Play through it. <laughs> I don't care. O.J. Howard got his face stomped in with the rest of that Tampa Bay team. Bears, bears, bears! <laughs> Excellent game. Bye week, bye week, bye week! Kendall, do you have one? I do. Uh, Garrett Cole, joining the ranks of Tom Seaver uh, in his performance, 12 strikeouts, no walks. Go Astros. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Stros, do you have Stros, one now? Stros. Uh, kind of. I'm overshot at him, but mine to Corey Kluber for being in the new discussion of playoff greatness. He's now second among pitchers of all time to give 10 home runs in uh, the postseason. <laughs> Fuck you, Corey Kluber. He's getting clubbered. Ooh. I wanted him <laughs> to be good, and he sucks in the postseason. 
I like how that one bad joke didn't warrant like the private stock sound. It was just like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Private stock. It hasn't been in existence because it's just been Kendall and I for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> and then if we were doing it back and forth, it would just be yeah, well, no good. you have it with you now? No, because no, we, we didn't know you guys were going to be here until five it minutes ago. It's been around for a few weeks. I want you it. still think no. it's here. You can drink some of the candle. Just <laughs> melt it down. We can mix some beers together. Ridley, your toast? I have three. All right. Uh, to the Cubs for getting knocked out of the postseason. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Shout out Uncle Bob. No, no, no. I like <laughs> Uncle Bob. But ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Uh, to uh, the WWE for putting on just an atrocious pay-per-view thing that they did in Australia. That was terrible. I watched it. It was, it was atrocious. It was so bad. I tried to watch it. It was so bad. They did the Undertaker Triple H match. It was terrible. Was it, was it also nine hours? Like I don't know. One was it? it was, but the, the the Triple H Undertaker match. I was like, okay, uh, you know, I grew up watching. It was so bad. It was such a Kane and and Charles Michaels didn't do anything. They were just there. They were literally just standing around. Put your hand down, Rebecca. Um, it was terrible. The, like the the Shield match was like good for like fighting purposes, but it didn't. It's not leading anywhere. It was just terrible. That's enough WWE talk. And then uh, Shield sucks. Yeah. Continue. And then to Khalil Mack for uh, doing something this season again. So if you recall, my I think my toast of excellence after uh, the week one uh, performance against Green Bay, he, when he recorded a sack, forced fumble, fumble recovery, interception, and defensive touchdown, he was the first player in NFL history to do that since Khalil Mack did it in 2016. Yeah. Uh, well, Khalil Mack has recorded a sack and forced fumble in four straight games. He's the first player to do that since Khalil Mack did it in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> we need a hotkey button so we just play Return of the Mack anytime his name is mentioned. Just I <laughs> think, uh, granted, it's only four weeks. Defensive player of the year. I think some <laughs> defensive player of the year hardware might be coming to the Windy City this year. Um, unless something really odd happens and he just gets shut well, down. The thing, too, is, is and I, I, I think quietly, like it's not in discussion over the first four weeks because he hasn't done anything like super productive. But there could be two defensive. I think I think Roquan Smith might be able to bring some defensive rookie of the year hardware because he I mean, he's leading he's leading all rookies in tackles as of right now. He's leading the Bears in tackles and he's got he's got a sack and a half. Yep. He's, his snap count is going up. He's just he's not blitzing because they don't need him to. Fresh legs, you know, let him. Yeah, but he's he's playing really he's playing really well at, at the the right right side yeah. of the, the 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 linebacker core there. Win that division. Nah, not going to happen. Not unless Trubisky starts throwing six touchdowns regularly. <laughs> be awesome. Rodgers is healthy again. Yeah, but everyone else on that team is hurt. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we got, a, we got a loaded show today. Let's toast them. Let's toast them. You can do mine. No, Kyle, you can do your own. You're 25 years old. Come on, you had the fucking thing in your hand. Um... Ooh, this smells terrible. Mm. This isn't that good. <laughs> Can I trade in my beer for toilet water? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure about this, you dunk. <laughs> Dude, it's gross. When Save I had... it for the review. <laughs> now, can I give a review of it when the time comes? Because I had it yesterday. Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we got a loaded show. We're going to do some... Uh, first, we're going to do the uh, two segments today. I'm not doing the, 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 the double break. We're going to do the one... Extended break after about 90 minutes or so. we got MLB postseason to talk about. That's underway. We're uh, two games into each divisional series, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, And the National League's going game three tonight. Um, we had, we got to talk to, uh, it's when we were on last week with uh, Logan and the Spoink, um, John the Baptist. We uh, we were talking about the potential for two uh, tiebreaker games, which ended up happening. So mm-hmm. we got, we'll talk the tiebreaker games. We'll talk the wildcard games. 
postseason thus far. We've got the whole MLB panel here, minus uh, J-Mart. Um, we'll talk uh, some NBA preseason a little bit, getting ready for the, well, not, not preseason, but just getting ready for the season. And we got a little NHL to talk about. NHL season's kicked off. If you haven't watched any of the games, kept up with it. Um, the big, the big question is: Is there Stanley Cup hangover for the Capitals? Will be answered. That will be answered. <laughs> that will be answered. Then we'll go to break and uh, second hour, big stuff. Souls going to do his uh, fantasy pick'em things, whatever. We all uh, probably shall be better than the other guys. <laughs> Souls has a big beef with the mass. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Fucking terrible. I'm sorry. You guys, we should do, like, you know, bars do those, those boxing things. You guys should box. Well, to be, fair, to be fair, I threw it on the mass, like, on the spot. Because <laughs> I had something I needed to get done for what we were going to discuss next, and I forgot about it. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And, uh, hey, mass, who do you want to start this week in fantasy? And he was just like, uh, uh. And then uh, it, it went downhill. <laughs> I remember listening. I was like, ooh. <laughs> it was more for humor's sake. <laughs> um, And then Riddler's Rankings is a. Extended special edition today, and then uh, I'm hoping Kendall came up with a funny name for it. You said you were gonna. I, I, I'm still mulling. I have like two or five to pick from. So. Okay, and then uh, pick them. Not three or four, not one, two or five. Because we know three of them are gonna be really bad, <laughs> but they're still always on the table. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so make sure you tune in next week at 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be here, and uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, postseason talk. Come on, boys, let's go. Well, oh, so, it's my responsibility. Okay. That's not your responsibility. So we'll start off with the... Well, what'd you think? Two two tiebreaker games, first time in MLB history. Was that exciting? It was pretty cool. I, I was a big fan of it. Especially, like, I, I, was a, I was a big fan of it because it... I don't know, like, for me, I feel like it was more competitive because... I understand that, like, in a traditional tiebreaker game for, like, a lot of sports and stuff like that, some, usually it kind of breaks down as, a, like, someone's going to make the playoffs and someone's not. Mm-hmm. So, like, your season hangs in the balance there. But for, like, the MLB, like, it, it's a huge disadvantage to have to play the wild card game. Yeah. And then, well, and then you look at it, like, you look at, like, the real, like, losers of it, but winners of it at the same time were the fucking, the Rockies. Because, like, the Rockies lost. Then had to go to Chicago, play that game the next day, and then luckily only had to go to Milwaukee. Imagine if they had to like go back and play the Dodgers <laughs> after that. Like, what a shit show that would have been. But uh, yeah, I thought it, I, I just knowing that all four teams were in the playoffs, regardless. I just thought it was really exciting because it was like it was just t- two division rivals in each game, just just fucking swinging for the yeah, fences, going going gloves off, trying to win that division to get the, get some home field whether it's for a series or not, and, and just go. And Kyle could speak on this a lot better than I, but the pitching matchups, like, what do you do? Like, do you, you play your ace and, like, in Yeah, you play your ace because if, if you play you... your ace and you lose, now you don't have your ace for the, the one-and-done one one game tomorrow. The way I see it is you have to win today, plan for tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, the Cubs, you know, the Cubs had a chance to not pitch their ace. But it didn't really work out because they lost in the wild card game, anyways. Lester pitched in the wild card game. Yeah, but you know that game went into extras. He he had he was dominated. My thing is is I it's, it's a little bit of what Mark said and then a little bit of my own opinion on it. You agree? You, you have to play for today. You can't. You know, it's you know, it's like you look at in any sport, like like the Bears, for example. They're three and one. They're leading the NFC North for now, as long as the Packers don't win this week. Um, 
but like they can't go into it like okay like we're three and one we have a real shot at winning this division and we got you know like the Patriots are coming up we gotta have to play the Rams the Vikings twice and also it's like no you got to play the Dolphins next week that's right. what you got to do keep the momentum going play the Dolphins that's what you got you know that type of you never look you never look past what you got your next no. challenge but my, my also spin on it too is. All four of them said they're all playoff teams. They're all going to the playoffs regardless. It's just a matter of whether or not you got home field advantage for a, div- a series or you're doing a wild card game. Yeah. You all made it there because you're a well-rounded team. Anybody on that team should be able to pitch your game. You should have the offensive power to, to, to keep it. It's, it's the playoffs. I mean, I understand that, you know, some teams, the one the, the drop-off from the one to the two is a lot more significant than other teams. Or some teams just don't have a one or two. Right, but, at, but at the end of the day... You got there doing what you've been doing all season. Keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, even if your two is the seventh or eighth best two in the league or something like that, or if he's the 20th best two, he's won games. He's, he's done the right things at times. Yes. You just, you know. I, if it was me, if I was a manager, I'm pitching my ace because here's the deal. You got to win today. Right. If I win today, I get a day of rest and I'm good to go. If I don't win today, I got to play tomorrow, and so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and by this point too, I think everyone kind of chops down to like a three-man rotation. Usually, you go roughly. three at most four. You, it, you'll usually carry four starters, but one will kind of come out of the bullpen. Yeah, take the, the Rockies, and just all bullpen game. <laughs> bullpen <laughs> well, the, game, nine innings, whole way through. The the A's did that against the Yankees in the wild card game. They yeah. they just threw the bullpen. Each guy came out. He would go through the line up once and then he got pulled it's just didn't work it didn't but but i mean it, it's not a bad strategy to yeah. where every time a batter comes up he's facing a different pitcher well yeah. it kind of came off the rails in that game towards the end right yeah. when they gave up the the three in the inning or was it, four? Yeah, cause it was it was two nothing for most of that game and by what was it, the sixth i can't remember six or seven yeah. something like that at that point you're kind of you're deep in yeah. you know I mean, I, I like the strategy for a game like that because, like I just said, the batters can't get a second look. You know, you're going up facing a pitcher you didn't face yet that day or probably haven't seen in a while or yeah. if ever. Yeah, but it also hurts you, though, because usually when a starter's out there and he's dominating, he doesn't get really loosened up until the second or third inning, in my opinion. The first, oh, yeah. inning, the first inning is always the most shaky. If you get through that inning, then right. you're good to go. You know, it's a shame, too, because I think that game had a lot of hype, uh, A's-Yankees, and it was very underwhelming. You know, for uh, Oakland comes up the uh, second half of the season, and they're, they're playing Oakland extremely well. Oakland did what Oakland does. <laughs> they just didn't have any pitching. Oakland did what but, uh, I mean, Kyle, we, we've been talking about it. They do this all the time. They make the playoffs, they make the swap, and, and then they yeah, do nothing with they it. They didn't have any starters. And that's a big key, because I, when, I you're, when you're going out there and you're throwing Michael Fires. As your one, who's a fucking four for any other team. But this is a team that just won ninety-seven games. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's the there's same. no way you're gonna tell pitching had nothing to do with that. I mean, it, it's just the one really good starter was hurt. Oakland did what Oakland does. Now they're gonna trade everybody and be bad for another five years. <laughs> it's it just that's what they do. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's, right, well, let's go let's, let's, wild card games. I mean, the one of them was pretty exciting. The other one, not so much, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I didn't really. I don't know. The, for me, I didn't really think the the Cubs. Um, blanking. 
Called Rockies. Rockies. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it wasn't. A, it was an exciting game to me. You know what's horrible? <laughs> we all knew the answer, and everyone's just looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> make him suffer. <laughs> Kyle is like grinning. Yeah. He's like, ha ha ha. Well, you know, the, the Cubs were a team that's kind of like. Bob was saying it too that day that you know a lot of injuries and they kind of they not stumbled their way but they they didn't come in like super strong. You know I I think the Addison Russell thing kind of derailed them towards the end. That just became like a shit show. He didn't really play all year though. But but even so like he he's one of the bigger names on that team and and you can't tell that wasn't a huge distraction. You know the media is probably in there asking you know what's going on with them what's happening. It it just. It's an outside influence that isn't good to have, especially come playoff time. You know, it's just a, another thing to worry about. With a guy, I mean, he was a big part of them winning that World Series. So now, you know, you're back in the postseason, and I think that was very harmful for for the team as a whole. Would you agree, too, that, you know, Colorado just had the momentum at yeah. the time, and Chicago didn't, obviously, well, the thing is, I think I just think Milwaukee like surprised a lot of people, and they really put together a lot of stuff at the end. Milwaukee got hot, and yeah, Milwaukee got hot, and the Cubs, you know, they were they were doing they were winning games, but they weren't winning them in like the same fashion. So the Cubs yeah. they, they cooled off; they weren't cold, but they cooled off. And then they go into it and they play the Brewers, and they played that game at home, and then they lost. And then yeah, well, we say it all the time: you can be good all year. But if you get hot the last month of but the so, season, but, you carry and, it over. And, and that was just thing is like you know the two teams that they played the Brewers who got hot and lost to them, and then even though the Rockies lost to the Dodgers, the Rockies were hot coming in. I mean, one loss isn't going to derail a baseball no. team. It's not like it's not like football where you know the games are played so sparingly and so stretched out apart that one loss can derail a, a really hot right. streak. I mean, Kansas City could lose this week to the Jaguars, and that could be that could be the start of yeah. the Jaguars going four and five for the, you know for the next five games yeah but um baseball is one, one game's not going to destroy you because because of all the factors that go into it i mean in the regular season you got what i mean you have a, at least a four-man pro- but most teams have a five-man rotation tampa bay did six didn't they well <laughs> it's different in baseball too especially amongst the other yeah. sports because it's well uh, well listen the next game you're coming out you're facing a different starter it, it's a different so, you know, you're, it's a different game plan. You, you're, it's just a, I mean, obviously it's a new game, but you know, it's not like in football where, all right, we know we're facing this quarterback. These guys, this is what you're coming up to a new starter every game. You, you reset. You hit certain starters differently. It's just, it, it's a quick turnaround to right the ship. Versus like football, where you now have to sit on the loss for a week, try and bounce back. It's, it's just different. Yeah. Just get back out there. <laughs> yeah, Play ball. Well, so want to talk a little bit about yeah, I guess Red Sox or you wanna uh wanna keep talking about Well the wild card game, I mean, they're over. They happened a while ago. Let's yeah. get into the, the divisional series. I mean we're two games into each. the uh, Brewers are up two nothing. Dodgers are up two nothing. Yeah. Uh Yankees Red Sox is tied. Yeah. One one and then and then two nothing. Houston's up to nothing, right? So I worked a couple, which is a real shame because I I really had a lot of. I mean, I I don't I think they're the least firepower teams in terms of putting runs on the board, but I thought the Indians were going to be a little bit more, sh- yeah, threatening. I mean, they still can be, but really stacked against them. 
Just gonna, now they got to do what? They got to win bulk home games and then go win a game in they Houston. They win in Houston. Not going to happen. Probably not. They got to face Verlander again if yeah. they do. And He's amazing. <laughs> the Astros rotation and his wife is, is fucking hot. Out right now. <laughs> yeah, all those starters can go seven innings, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> even even down, they'll go. <laughs> well, Garrett Cole just had, what, 12 strikeouts? 12 strikeouts, yeah. Yeah, I really wish. I don't, I don't know what happened to that trade. He was supposed to go to the Yankees, <laughs> then Christmas happened, and he was an Astro. Yeah. Well, I think uh, J-Mart's Ooh. really beat him about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, Garrett Cole? Garrett Cole. Yeah. I, I'll, I remember, and I've said it to Jeff here, like, trade was in place. They must have, what, went on vacation for Christmas? Came back New Year, he was on the Astros. You know what happened? They got drunk during New Year's. <laughs> just started throwing around offers. Yeah, yeah we'll give you a sack yeah. of potatoes. <laughs> The Astros are that team that just, they have experience from last year. They brought everybody back, really, except they got stronger in the rotation. Yeah. You know, Alex Bregman is, has been unreal for them. The the Astros right now, like you just said, they, they have the experience. They still have all their core guys young with playoff experience. That's and deep. I mean, they won a World Series. So, I mean, they've gone deep. Um that's something most teams can't do, you know, when the players are still young. Um, I'm interested to see what happens when all these contracts come up. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, and I, I can't confirm this, but I feel like compared to last year, a lot of guys' numbers are actually down. But there's, there's it's still, you know. Yeah, it's the same team, though. Like, right. They're still a 100-win team. Well, that's what I'm saying is they're not as flashy as it was last year statistically, and, and, and they're that, still playing as well. That generally happens. I mean, last year they were – they were incredible. I mean, that was just a, a career year for the franchise. Um, but, you know, the pitching got better. So, I mean, the way I see it is they didn't have to do what they did last I mean, great, right. the, the team was very good last year, but the rotation got better. So, they they still went out and won, you know, 100 games. Did they finish with 100 even? I think they had 101. 101. It's just... They, they, are, they upgraded the closer position. To me, the Astros are the most complete team from every side of it. You know, the, the lineup from top to bottom is good. Defensively, they're good. The rotation, bullpen, clo- everything, there's no weak spot. <laughs> Still the team to beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. there's yeah, no man. weak spot there. It, it's going to be interesting. So I had the esteemed pleasure of working a couple of weddings this weekend. And one of the weddings I got to watch. Weddings, the, baby. Weddings, baby. <laughs> I got to watch the Yankees Red Sox on a tablet behind the DJ booth. So it, it was it was fun, you know. Uh, one thing I took away, and I I bring it the the very end of the game. You know, you have the we'll call it the heart of the lineup mm-hmm. up going against Craig Kimbrell. You know, he does his stance. He's very good. Judge is able to you know he gets underneath one. He's got enough power yeah. to knock it out. And the thing I took away from it is Giancarlo going up there and has an awful at-bat. And, like, this is a guy you want in the position to kind of, you know, yeah. be the guy to bring in the tying run or, or at least get on base. And he goes up there and just has an awful at-bat. And, I mean, I think of the situation now, what if this is, uh, like, a, a game five or, or a game seven, what have you. And uh, I don't know if it's just lack of, you know, the playoff experience or what, but... I know, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Yankees all season have been very bad at uh, hitting with, like, runners in scoring position. Anything that, for the lineup they have, 
they've underperformed big time in that situation. <laughs> Despite breaking the home run record. <laughs> really, like, if there was runners on, they were grounding out. It, it was, it's just a weird, it doesn't make any sense. But, um, or nothing team. But, the, but if you look at the averages, like, their averages are all pretty decent. It's just, if there's a runner on second, no one can hit. <laughs> they it, go it, for the home run instead of trying to move the guy over. Fair enough. But, um, it was, I mean, you know, we they could have came back in that game one. To me, game one was the most important one for them to win, just to kind of put Boston on their heels a little bit. And, uh, you know, they, they came back a little bit. They almost they almost got it. But I mean, Sale pitched pretty well. They pulled yeah. him in the sixth. I think I can never say Sale. And I'm surprised they let him go that far. I mean, he he was pitching very well. I don't know how, how high his pitch count got. I don't remember. I, don't I just remember. remember them pulling him. And I was I was a little surprised because of how well he was doing, but it was um I mean, I thought game one they needed to win. Luckily they came back and won game two to even well, it up. Price, so. yeah, yeah, pr- price I, has been a I cannot disaster. even believe that the Red Sox gave him a postseason start. I can't believe it. I can't believe they gave him a postseason roster spot. <laughs> well, I remember well last year he came out of the bullpen for them in the playoffs and he he was all right. I can't believe they started him. I can't believe they started him. I mean, has he remained winless? Did I did I read that correctly? I, I, Probably. Yeah. I thought he got one last year, but he may not have. Yeah. It's like what a shame. It's just too. like it, it's. I couldn't believe it, and he lasted. I don't know. I don't even think he got through the second inning, and they brought in uh, Joe Kelly, but I, I couldn't believe they started him. I remember reading. I was like, like what? What are they doing? They know he's bad. <laughs> One of my favorite like uh, things people are saying right now is like uh, Sanchez is back. We're gonna. <laughs> it's it's a very short sighted. He could turn around and I have a great you, postseason, but it's very short sighted. Like, <laughs> if Sanchez can get hot and hit like he can, then then I think their their lineup is <laughs> very. He hit two yesterday, right? Uh, I know he hit a home run. I think he hit a three run home run at the end of the game. Maybe. I, I fell asleep during the game. To I'm be pretty honest. sure. I'm pretty sure he had a three-run home run in the game. But um, you know, if if he can get a spark in his bat, I mean, because for a while, he he's been horrible. He's dealt with injuries all year. He he has he has. But but even still, I mean, he had over 300 at bats and he batted 180. That's that's bad. Um, I understand he was hurt, but it, it's just he he slumped hard all season. If he can spark now and get hot for these next, you know, for the rest of this series and even carry it over, then to me there's no weak spot in the Yankees' batting lineup. My thing is, is that I don't think the Red Sox have enough pitching. I, I agree. Their starting pitching, really, it's Sale. And then Priscilla's a, he's always a what if. Usually pitches pretty well now, against the it, Yankees, it, though. Because you don't know what you're going to get out of him. I know. Is he, is he starting is he out of the bullpen? He's probably game three. Is he? Probably. Okay. Yankees, I believe, don't have enough pitching as well. Starting pitching. Starters. I See, I agree, but I also disagree. Like, to me, they have the talent in start. Like, Severino, I thought, pitched well in the wild card game. Tanaka, I don't think, was bad. I mean, Hap, they pulled Jay Hap really early, but he wasn't he wasn't pitching very well. Um, and then there's Sabathia. But, um, like, those guys, to me, all have the potential to go out and give you that those six innings but they also can go one and a third it's, it's just <laughs> you don't know which way they're gonna go 
Um, luckily, I think the Yankees bullpen is deep enough to kind of cover it, but I, I, I wish they got Garrett Cole. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> a little bit of a different thing we're talking about <laughs> if that happens. Even if Verlander. Weren't they in the mix from last year? Yeah. Um, Yankees are always in the mix. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't remember what the the details were of trying to get Verlander, but you know, it, it was also a tough trade because who would have thought Verlander was going to turn around the way he did? He went back to old Verlander. You know, because yeah. his yeah. last couple years in Detroit, like everyone thought he was washed up, he was done. Well, I believe a lot of that had to do the with team was terrible. Yeah, like, <laughs> he he felt like he had to make a perfect pitch yeah. every time. When when you're in that situation, it's going to be bad. But you're, you're like, I'm not gonna get any run support. It's kind of would you call it over pitching or, or? No, it's just the old Jacob Degrom thing. No, he, he doesn't care. <laughs> he's just gonna go out. He's just gonna go out there go, and do. I'm so good. We suck. Trade him. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, well, let's talk about you know the better side of baseball, the NL. What, what's the better? Well, we shouldn't really talk about the Dodgers and Braves because the Dodgers are gonna win that game in three. So, <laughs> well, 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 before before we do that. Can you give me a prediction for Yankees Red Sox? I think the Red Sox do take it in five. I have the Yankees in five. Red Sox six. Well, it's a five game series. They're gonna go to Exodus. <laughs> I have Red Sox winning. Oh, you're all wrong. Continue. <laughs> well, I mean, I was hoping Kyle could. I only caught that game. Yeah, you know, and it's so Dodgers are up two nothing. They've dominated the Braves so far. Which it's expected. The Braves are a team that doesn't really belong there. Has, has Kershaw thrown yet? Yeah, he threw game two, threw eight innings. He gave up no. He had a runs. good playoff start. He also had fifty pitches, I think, through seven. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, fifty. There were two innings that he only, he threw four pitches and he threw six pitches. <laughs> okay. That's horrible. Kershaw, For the Braves. The last since last year and the start of this year, he's turned it around a little bit in the postseason. I think early on in his career, he was kind of pushing himself to make, like like I said, make those perfect pitches. Mm-hmm. You know, hit those outside corners. Like, you're trying really hard. When, you, when, when you're not just pitching your game, you're going to get hit. You're going to give up walks because you're not pitching your game. You're trying, to, you're trying to be cute with it. Now I think he realized, you know what? I'm just going to throw like how I throw. And he dominated. The one where Ryu game one, he dominated. He threw, I think he threw seven. And Dodgers just going to whoop their ass anyway, so whatever. Well, we, we knew that the NL East was kind of like the worst division going into the playoffs. and They don't have the right. offensive firepower. Well, I'm, we'll say that the Braves are representing that. You know, that, that tells you <laughs> everything you need to know about that division. Well, the Braves are a decent team, but it, like, throughout the whole decent. year, it was like when, is what <laughs> when is their starting pitching going to collapse? Because they never really right have. now <laughs> <laughs> because like their starting pitchers aren't that good. When you're number one, it's Julio Tehran still. You know Mike Fulton Evans is good. Well, too, but he's very inconsistent. Credit to Tehran. It's been there a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he's pitched moderately well, and I guess he's earned the ace. <laughs> like spot. Sean Newcomb's an up and coming guy, but he, you know, he went through his you know growing pains this year a little bit. It's just they're a team that's very young still. Yeah, I think any of those NL East teams would have got swept by any of these. Teams. Well, I yeah, I agree with that for the, the point being that it's not really a good division and it's young. But I think moving forward, it's unfortunate because I don't <laughs> anticipate the Braves winning the division next. Well, anticipated the Nationals, right? And like I, they probably would have given them a better 
fight because, you know, they have Scherzer, they have Strasburg. Right. They have a better offense. They just, you know, sucked ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's an under- understatement. Yeah. Layman's terms. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. I think, you know, what Manny Machado on the Dodgers gives him more of an edge. Hey, I forgot he was there. <laughs> is you Darvish still on the Dodgers? No, he's a Cub. Oh, that's right. That's right. If we had a shot, you'd be taking That's it. right. I forgot he went there, too. Chuck your beer. No. Your cream soda there. <laughs> um, it's a Barks. <laughs> that's really all that needs to be said about that series. I guess your fourth cup. <laughs> and then Braves we got, in five. <laughs> then we got the Brewers and the Rockies. Yeah. Brewers <laughs> drop 2 nothing. And But that Milwaukee team right now is on fire. I they're, think Milwaukee kind of cruises the rest of the way. Their offense right now, with Yelich being insane, you got Lorenzo Cain, who has plenty of postseason experience, Mike Moustakis, who has plenty of postseason experience. They got them back together. So now, you know. Did you see the, the member of the Brewers? Uh, I forget who it was. Was it Perez that walked? Because Moustakis, was it Moustakis who that walk-off single? Right? So he he walked from the dugout all the way to right field, holding the Gatorade thing while everyone was celebrating, just walking by himself, just to <laughs> dump it on Mustakis and then missed. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. That's what he, you chose to He just he walked the whole way. He walked from the third base dugout all the way to right field, carrying this Gatorade cooler. It's probably so heavy. But like, it's, it's like, like one handed. <laughs> The whole time I was watching, I was like waiting for him to like trip over the second base bag or something, and just yeah. drop it. I was like, "Oh man!" But the thing that scared me about Milwaukee is that besides the eighth inning and ninth inning guy, the bullpen's not that strong. Hader and and uh, Corey, and Corey Neville, they're very good. Their starters are very weak. You have Shishin throwing game one. Hmm. Zach Davies, they don't have like a number one starter or yeah. number two starter. Like, they're a bunch of, like, middle-of-the-road guys that are just put together. Chase Anderson. You don't really have that dominant guy to go out to the... the... They need a good reliever like John Axford back. <laughs> That's what they need. You don't really have that dominant guy to go face Clayton Kershaw. Right. Like, it just... that That's what scares me about that team. Well, I mean, like we said, they had the momentum. Let's say they, they, they cruise over Colorado. I, I think... It'll be interesting to see if, you know, Los Angeles kind of has, we'll call it a, a hangover as well, like a playoff, yeah. because they know they, they played, they made it the World Series. Will, will it, will I get, what am I trying to say? I, I don't know. Will they get fog-eyed? <laughs> you know, will, 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 it be, will it be a problem, you know, moving forward, like, oh, God, we got we got to go win in, in Milwaukee and, and not have the... But the thing with the Dodgers team, though, is you have, you know, they got the upgraded positions. You know, Manny Machado, upgrade. Max Muncy playing out of a fucking mind. Right. It's not, not the same team as last year. Matt Kemp came back to normal, like, <laughs> like the first time around with the Dodgers. Matt Kemp decided to be a baseball Just player Just kind of turned back the clock there. <laughs> you know? Don't worry, hamstrings were good. <laughs> <laughs> got to get that San Diego out of here. The, the best framing catcher in the league. Frame rate. <laughs> frame, the frame percentage is through the roof with that fucking That's guy. That's what it is, frame percentage. <laughs> You'd be having a lot of shots today. It's so dumb. It's such <laughs> a stupid stat. Yeah, the stats are dumb. That's, Launch angle. Yeah. That's television. That's television doing all that. Joe Buck. That's what it is. Yeah. Joe Buck needs words. Yeah. But, like, the Dodgers team's different. 
Like, you know, they got rid of Drew Darvis. He he was terrible for them. Yeah. <laughs> he was horrible in that postseason. But the, they're in kind of the same situation as Milwaukee with the bullpen. They have Jansen. Who the fuck else is going to get you there? Who are you going to throw when no starters need to come out of that game? Mock Sheen Washington. <laughs> going to suit up one more like, time. Josh Fields is good, but he's not that good. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I know it's a broad segment, but like, he's not. It's not like the Yankees who have Britain. They have um, Chapman. We have all the closers. <laughs> Britain, Tanzas, Chapman, Robertson, <laughs> Chad Green. Like they have all these relievers that, like, if the starters start to suck, right, you're fine. They don't have that depth. Yeah. So if it comes down to Dodgers Brewers, who do you got? I got I got the Dodgers coming in six. I have the same thing. I have the Brewers in five. Really. I think for all the reasons you said about pitching, you know. I'd... Listen, I'd love to see the Brewers in there because they have a lot of fun dudes on that team. <laughs> like, they, like, they're that team that, like, you just want to see win because why the fuck not? Yeah. Like, Christian Yelich, Lorenzo Kane, Mike Masaka. They went from the worst team in the league. Wait, yeah. is Ryan Braun still on the Brewers? Yes. Dodgers in five. <laughs> Change it. Got him. I hate that. I used yeah. to like him so much. I know. Fuck Ryan Braun. Well, it's because, you know, he goes out on TV and just He's also friends with Aaron Rodgers. That's why they're like that. Fuck Ryan Braun. <laughs> All more the reason now yeah. that he's but friends though, with Aaron Rodgers. Eric Kratz in Milwaukee killing it. I will agree with Eric Kratz being the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> that guy sucks, but he's playing well. But he's the best also. So so you oh, have... They also have Jonathan Shoup. What about him? So you have the Dodgers in the World Series. Yeah. All right, so you for the American League side... You think it's going to be Houston and Boston? Yeah. Who goes from Houston there? in four? Wow. Kendall. Oh, we're repeating. <laughs> Houston. Um. At the sake of Kyle getting mad and arguing bias, I think the Yankees beat Houston in seven. Yeah. I mean, they they almost did it last year. They took them seven last year. I I think it's going to be a great series if it happens. Um. But I think the Yankees can get it done. Um, wouldn't be surprised if they don't. I mean, <laughs> Houston's really good. I well, don't want them to win for Chris. <laughs> Cousin. Kyle, don't group me in with him. <laughs> it's just not your fault, man. But it happens. But um, I think, I mean, if the if the Dodgers end up going, I think a Dodgers-Yankees World yeah. Series is like the MLB's dream. Right. Just for Well, it'll marketing. be interesting when we're talking next week. And we kind yeah. of see how things fall Shake into place. Out. Kevin yeah. Brown, babe. He's going to go to those games. <laughs> but it really, if it came down to Dodgers, like MLB would have a field day. Yeah. They would love it. It's just, I, I really think the Yankees have enough talent to get deep in the postseason. Um, I mean, Houston is a huge obstacle. I mean, so so is Boston. But um, if they get there, I, I think they can get They can't hit Verlander. Well, yeah. I mean, you that's two games. You got five others. Yeah. <laughs> You got Cole, you got Dallas Keuchel. They, it's a, it's they a tough hit Keuchel last year. You got Charlie Morton. They they got after those two guys. Why last did year? he become good? Also Charlie Morton. Good point. I forgot about him. You know? <laughs> Dude, he he was unbelievable this year. He had a three year ERA. That guy had never had a three year ERA in his fucking life. Yeah, Jeff but that's is just the thing. Be sick. It's, <laughs> it's one of those. He's pitching on a team where there, there's almost no pressure. He knows his guys behind him are gonna make plays. He knows they're gonna score him runs. 
I mean, imagine just being that relaxed on the mound where you don't have to go out this and dominate. This guy does not deserve to have 200 but, strikeouts. But really, <laughs> I mean, that's that's an impressive number. I mean, because that's him. But really, you think about just pitching relaxed to where, all right, even if I give up three runs, my guys are going to go out and score five. Like, it, it's just... Pitching for Houston right now is probably the most relaxed spot to be. <laughs> yeah, I like to send on my resume. Yeah, I mean, really, like, the, it's not like, like I said, DeGrom. DeGrom had an under two ERA. His team couldn't score him two he runs. Had nine run, nine <laughs> wins. He went nine and nine. It's, how are you going to lose by giving up two runs or less? God, fucking... you, you had this argument like I'm going to defend him no, not winning I'm games. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just making a but point. That, but that's what I mean. Like, if DeGrom had that run support if he had a i mean put degrom in houston yeah it, it's ridiculous it's you just, would have a lot of more wins it's Even one of those things never lose <laughs> but have not lost the game this year <laughs> it, it's they're, they're just so relaxed there there's no pressure to to go out and dominate they have been but they Probably don't have State to warriors that's right <laughs> steph curry starting for the houston astros next week well i mean what i walked into golden state would have been a <laughs> terrible thing to guess but the thing is, like, I, I'm okay with Houston winning again because I don't hate them. Me neither. <laughs> but if like the Warriors won again, I'd be pretty pissed off because it's fucking annoying. What a great segue into <laughs> NBA. That's what we do here. Anybody else see J.R. Smith and uh, Marcus Smart throw hands last night? No, but I wish I did. Marcus Smart kind of whoop his ass. Now J.R. Smith and Aaron Baines got tangled up on like a free throw or whatever like that, and then J.R. Smith like he wouldn't. Aaron Baines would, is it Aaron Baines right? The big white guy with yeah. the beard. Yeah. He wouldn't. You could have just said, "Yeah, there's an Aaron Baines on this." Like, okay. Um, well, how much does he weigh, Kyle? Two eighty-five. Two eighty-five. Is that Michael Sweeney? Um, no, he was three plus. Um, Jared Smith just shoved Aaron Baines, and Marcus Smart came over and like got in Jared Smith's face, and then they like threw a couple swings at each other. I don't think anybody landed anything. Like Jared Smith was just like laughing the whole time. Like Marcus, it was pissing Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum off even more. <laughs> It was just funny. I love Jared Smith. Perfect guy to get into your skin. Yeah, I saw this meme of Jared Smith with a high face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a picture of like his high face, and then it was a picture of Dennis Smith Jr.'s jersey, and he was like, why that guy got my name on his jersey backwards? <laughs> Classic <laughs> Jared. Kyle? I got it. Jared Smith, J- Smith Jr. You sure? Yeah. Why don't you fillet that T-Rex? Write it down. <laughs> but yeah, NBA season. Excited. It's almost here. You sound it. Well, real real quick, do you have a World Series prediction? Yeah. What is it? Uh like contender or like like who's gonna be in it or who's gonna win it or who's what? gonna be in it, who's gonna win it? Uh I believe that the Astros fall to the Brewers in six. Right there. Uh, I had I had a repeat. Uh well did you already say that? I did. I don't know. You didn't say who was gonna win. Oh, Sorry, my bad. I, I didn't. I did not say. You went Houston. Houston, but I didn't give a Houston wins sweep style. Oh, Houston's taking it again. Over. LA. Oh. Yankees over Dodgers in six. Team. <laughs> They're introducing a new 19 game World Series oh format. It goes all the way to Christmas. <laughs> they separate the games like two and a half, like two <laughs> days in between. That'd be horrible. It gets so boring. Yeah. Kyle, Sixers. I'm excited. Everybody's back. Fultz is shooting the ball, baby. He... Kyle, I remember just a few Everybody's... months ago. Trade him. He sucks. Trade no, him. but I, w- I would trade him for fucking Kawhi Leonard. Hell yes. <laughs> Anybody would. You know what's going to happen, Kyle? I don't know if he would. Fuck him. 
Fultz is going to have an ingrown toenail. It's going to get infected. No, our first round pick weeks. is already hurt, dude. He's good to go for the year. Our first round pick is out until December. Classic Sixers fashion. <laughs> Trust the process. <laughs> We're really good at this. We're drafting the IR process. <laughs> that guy is the future 2026 rookie of the year. You know, it's a conspiracy. I think the Sixers, they draft these guys, then they turn them into robots, and they need like that half year to a year to, to get them working. Figure out the AI work. Right, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. I mean, Joel Embiid's pretty like robotic. He just... <laughs> He's fucking good though. Yeah. But I'd be good too if I was half robot. Right. Whatever. Can you take a half year off? Yeah. All right. We'll get to work immediately. Rebecca, get to work. Get to work. Mm, I'm good. I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll get ready stick... to like school buses. I'll stick with sucking. <laughs> I don't need school bus AI. In I'll work on you. <laughs> Got some WD forty in the car. Drink it. Ducked it. But <laughs> to me, interesting. So, Martel Fultz, you know, everyone's talking about how he's improved his shot. He didn't actually have a shot to improve. He just didn't take any last year. So, that's a bunch of hogwash. Um, ben Simmons said he's still not taking threes. Didn't have to. Everyone else can. Everyone else just jacks him up. Fucking ridiculous. JJ Reddick could be on a three on one. Half court three. Take it. But if against the Heat. Dude, whatever. It's one game. <laughs> It was just so funny, J.J. Redick last year, we were watching the game, he had a wide-open three against the Heat to, like, win it with, like, four seconds left, mm-hmm. fucking bricked. <laughs> I was so mad. I like the team this year. You know, Wilson Chandler's going to be a good piece for him. He didn't really have to fucking score, just play defense. That's what you're there for. Mike Muscala, whatever. He's ever signed Elias over this year. Do the dirty work. Unless there's some real surprise, we're just, we're just looking at, I mean, we don't need to talk about the East. Sixers Celtics Eastern Conference Championship. I, I can't see anybody else in that conference. Raptors. I don't think so. I I, I think that they're going to do well, but I just uh, I'm still not sold on. Would that be real shitty if the Raptors like made it to a finals this year? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if I was DeRozan. Like fuck. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm still not like sold on Lowry being able to take over games, and Leonard's not the take over every game kind of mentality offensively. And I, just, I think that Leonard's going to have some rust coming off in the first first couple weeks. Guys have played basketball in a year. I mean, I know it's instinct, but right. at a he's professional been at level. his town's park and rec, lighting it up. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting in those men's league games yeah, against six foot two white men, <laughs> just, just dominating. dominating. <laughs> he's keeping track of his own stats. You know. I feel so bad for him. Everybody, for me. everybody shits all over him about how he's like he doesn't talk or smile or whatever, and then he like laughed in like an interview, and like the, the internet immediately went to making fun of his laugh, <laughs> like nonsense. Like no wonder this guy doesn't smile. Yeah. Although he laughed, the, he was like, <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> it's the Kanye West thing. Yeah, you know? they catch him smiling and immediately like goes back. Well, there's gonna be a lot of surprises in the like, not surprises, but there's gonna, be, there's gonna be a lot of good teams in the East, but I don't think any of them are gonna be able to handle the Celtics, or the Sixers. No. But, like, there's going to be, like, teams in the East this year that didn't make the playoffs last year that are going to be in it. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to figure the Cavs are going to fall. That's oh, not necessary. Yeah, I think the Cavs still make the playoffs. Still make it, but, I mean, like, it, it, they're not going to be what they were. No, but I still think they may, I still think they make it as, like, a five seed. I mean, they didn't, like, they lost LeBron, but they kept Love. Kevin Love plays different when it's Kevin Love's team. Kevin Love, Kevin Love is going to have a great year, and I think Jared Smith's also going to have a good year. I think the other pieces on that team are going to do well. I think Sexton's actually going to be pretty good. Colin Sexton, yeah. Um, you know, they kept a lot of core pieces. I mean, Tristan Thompson sucks ass or whatever. He's fucking terrible. Yeah, but I mean... Kardashian curse. Nah, he just fucking sucked. He wasn't even that good to begin with. He did not deserve all that money. He was a defensive giant. That's what he was. 
He wasn't. He wasn't an offensive prowess. He was just really good defensively. But I mean, I mean, you know, it depends on the start they get off to. But I mean, the Bulls could surprise people. They kind of took a huge step backwards, having Markin and go out for six to eight weeks, which is a you know that's kind of their guy. But the Pistons are going to be a different yeah. team. The they, Bucks will be good. You know, but, the Hawks have a potential to be okay. But at the end of the day, I just I can't see anybody. The Bucks may be the only team that could surprise you into the finals. Maybe. I mean, well, it's tough because the the Bucks lost Parker, so now it's basically Middleton and Giannis. I mean, Butso's good, but he's fucking a head case. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sold on the Bucks. Well, they got Brooke Lopez. Forgot about that. Great. <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> A better three point shooter than Giannis. <laughs> but I mean the real competition's gonna come out west. Oh yeah. A lot of, a lot of things though. I have seen a lot of predictions for the finals and stuff like that. People either have like the Lakers finishing like third or fourth or not making it at all. Which is like kind of surprising. That, like, what do you think that would it. be? Um just because they still don't like even though they do have LeBron, um, the rest of the pieces there weren't a playoff team last year, and there's a lot of youth. I still think they're going to make it. I, I do think it'll be a lower seed. I think maybe six. He's going to elevate their team. Right. I think he's I think he's going to – I think just the intensity that the, the other players are going to bring, having LeBron on their side and stuff like that. And, you know, I think I think we're going to see a lot out of Ingram this year. Um, I think Lonzo's going to step up again. Uh, you know, not that he didn't have a bad year last year. He just so, didn't. He just didn't put up the points. But I mean, he was still super productive defensively and a great, great vision guy. But I, I, I was listening to Undisputed. Okay, and I forgot who was on. Are we talking Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless, and Shannon Sharp. All right, Shannon Sharp. And Do you have a cigar? Shannon Sharp made up a very good point. Oh, by the way, just a quick, I heard there's potential of a works of a show. It's going to be Stephen A. Smith and Colin Coward. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Now, I, I like Stephen A. Colin Coward is horrible. Yeah, but do you know how many people but would watch that show together? just to argue with them, just to be pissed off? <laughs> those two together So many would people would watch that show just to ruin their day. Oh, God. I don't even know what they'd call it. Fuck. <laughs> first. We'll come heard. up with something. We'll come up with something. The first undisputed. Ooh, heard first. Around the take. Mm. Hold on, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> heard first. There it is. So Shannon Sharp made this point. <laughs> Where the Lakers football player Shannon Sharp? Yeah. All right. So the Lakers didn't get you know perimeter shooters and all that. They got players that are not afraid of LeBron. Lance Stevenson, Javale McGee. Already. I don't know if you saw. But uh, Stevenson got the ball out on the arc and then dished like a no-look like uh, shimmy pass to um, Kuzma, who went in and laid it up and like and Lance had the sh- shimmy after. And then they – so the shimmy was awesome already because it's, it's Lance Stevenson. And then they focus in on JaVale McGee, who's pretending to cradle a baby on the sideline <laughs> while it's happening. They're going to be the most interesting team by far. Like the, That team is going to be shacked in a fool already at all times. Well, they got those two and they had a Rajon Rondo. Which is huge considering Lonzo Ball is now not healthy for the start of the season. And they, they were saying that these are players that are not afraid of LeBron. And I didn't never really thought of it. And it makes a lot of sense. Because in the concept of they know it's LeBron's team, 
but they're not going to back down from LeBron either. So, like, just like in the front office standpoint, the Cavs are run by LeBron. The Lakers will not be. That's LeBron, they, they won't be. Magic Johnson won't succumb to LeBron. Luke Walton's not going to succumb to, to LeBron. And, and the, like, I agree with you. The players on the team, it's not that, the, you know, they don't respect LeBron or anything like that, but, like, they all know what they can bring to the table. Lance Stevenson knows that if he's got a slower defender or, or a not as good perimeter defender on him, Lance Stevenson's going to keep the ball in his hands and he's going to he's going to work his handles and he's going to get an open look mid-range two or three-point play and then if not, dish it out. And these, these players know what they bring to the table and that was the big falling off for the Cavs after they lost Kyrie. It was the only player on the team that knew what he had to offer and wasn't afraid of LeBron was Kevin Love. Everybody else felt that they had to run through LeBron. So, you know, I mean, J.R. Smith got very comfortable into the catch-and-shoot mentality. Let LeBron do his thing, get open, and he'll throw it to me, and I'll shoot it. Other than that, I'm not here to do anything else. Like, that, you know, and the Lakers aren't going to work that way. Right. Question. I saw this thing. Uh, I do think, though, hot take, I do think LeBron takes a huge dip in points per game. I think LeBron averages 21 points a game. More guys to shoot? So this thing, I think Donovan Mitchell tweeted something about uh, Kuzma. Said something about Kuzma shake my head. Did you guys see that? I I didn't understand the, what the reference was. I thought it was like bigger news, and it, maybe it's not big news at all. What was it, Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Kuzma? Mitchell said something about uh, uh, Kuzma. Something he did something shake my head. I, I don't know. I thought this was like a big deal, but I guess it's not. <laughs> well, I didn't have it. So. No, well, there was the the girly Cohen. Yeah, fun what, back and what forth. happened with that? Tariq Cohen had a huge week four. He put yeah. up like 169 yards or like that. So he posted a picture like flexing. And he was like, who's bigger than me out here? And Gurley just responded, everyone. With the, <laughs> laughing, with the laughing face emoji. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Because <laughs> he is little. <laughs> Poor guy. He was just happy, you know? <laughs> Let him be. <laughs> That's funny. Had a big game for me. And a losing sure effort. Did. And a losing effort. Yeah. But you're right. You're, you're, start, guess, you're, you're starting to open for business, you know? Guess what? I'm in ninth place. Yeah. My brother's team. Yeah. That rat. I haven't tried to trade with him for weeks. He's declined everything. So screw him. Screw oh, him. Okay. So I'm going to burn him to a crisp when I finish. Happened, what happened was, is Lonzo Ball put... This happened a while ago. This happened in May. Oh, but God. Sorry. Lonzo <laughs> put, just seen Avengers, and Hulk used to be my favorite superhero, but I think Thor is now... Donovan Mitchell responded, just saw Asterisk at Kyle Kuzma. I know he went to school for one year, but man, teach him something. And then Kuz put, see, the thing is, Donovan, during the season, I have him under my wing, windows on child lock. But since I'm not around in the off season, he's off my good guidance. Because <laughs> there's like, because there's always been like, the, all last year was pretty much the, like, like Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball kind of trolling each other back and forth, filming each other dancing in the locker room. Well, it was just, it's one of those things, I, th- I think it's the the birth of a really good tandem together i think that they can have a really good run together if they manage to stick to the stick with the lakers after the lebron era is over there that jazz team's gonna be good this year i agree the competition out west is gonna be we're gonna get you know we it's been that way for a long time it kind of took a little bit of a dip off with the warriors being so good and and until houston kind of reached back up there but with san antonio being out of the mix for a little bit there and things like that like the east kind of got a little bit more competitive and but now it's going to go. It's it's right back to the West because I mean the Warriors are studs, without a doubt. I mean they have a, they're they're the only team in the NBA that I've ever known to have an All Star starting five. And then Houston's still going to be a force to be reckoned with. Melo's looked good so far in preseason. 
He's looked like he's fitting in right there. Did you see him apologize? Yeah, for he, took, he took a mid-range <laughs> two and then apologized to the bench for it. <laughs> but, I mean, the Jazz team is going to be really good between Gobert, Mitchell. Defensively, they're going to be good. I think they're going to be good offensively, too. I think they're going to take a big step in the right direction. I think the Nuggets are still going to be a team to be reckoned with. The Nuggets team is going to be very good this year. Yep, I think that the, I think the Blazers are still going to make a splash. They're not they're not great in the postseason, but I, they're still going to make offensive splashes or uh, regular I have a season. Opinion about Portland. Okay, that's fine. This no, no, you. like nothing. Like I think they could be good. I honestly think that one of them gets traded this year. McCollum or Lillard. Yeah, I think they're going to be out of it, and then they're going to be like, you know what? We have to break this team up. We got to do something different. I think this year is the last the the the, the swan song for the Warriors. Yeah. I think that they win it this year, or they they feel the need to win it this year. I don't think Cousins stays. I think he, I think he wants he's going to try to get his ring. If he doesn't get it, he's going to leave out of anger, and if he gets it, he's going to leave for money. Either way, I don't think he's <laughs> there next he's year. He's leaving, <laughs> right? And I think I think it's the swan song because I think next year I think we see Anthony Davis suiting up for the Lakers. That'd be cool. No, it wouldn't. Well, yep. So well, you guys are going to suck again, Mock. Well, you still kind of suck. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Pals. I'm waiting for my team. Someone to move to Calgary. <laughs> the Calgary Caribous. Caribous. I like it. <laughs> Kyle and I made a team. What, was it? what town was it in? <laughs> no, no, it was Jeff and I. It was the... Their antlers. <laughs> Jeff and I made a team. Oh, in Vancouver. The Vancouver... Uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, the Vancouver Klansmen. Yeah. All white roster. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. You see, they played a pre- see the day. Thunder played a preseason game, or the uh, Warriors played a preseason game in Seattle. Did they? Yeah, they played a game, and uh, you know they introduced Kevin Durant, and the, the crowd like lost their mind. Like Pete Carroll was there, a bunch of Sea Seahawks were there, the whole like Seattle came Storm out in stuff. The jersey. Was there. He came out in the Sean Kemp jersey, Sean Kemp throwback jersey. Did like a thing about how you know you know it's great to have basketball back and NBA basketball back in Seattle, and he hopes that soon there's you know they're back for good. He shouted out the Seattle Storm for getting the job done and winning the championship. You know, Sue Bird's old lesbian ass was sitting in the. The crowd. She has a lot of championships under her belt. She's really good. She has like eight. That's where, uh, what's her name from UConn went, right? Brianna Stewart? No, I don't think she went to Seattle. I think she went to... I thought she... Wasn't she the... I don't know. I thought she did, because I thought she was like the, the finals MVP or Oh, something. yeah, I think you're right, actually, yeah. I think you're right. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> Put down your phones. We have it confirmed. <laughs> but there's a lot of, lot of fun things... To the, the NBA has potential to be very exciting this year because it, it's and not that the NBA did it, LeBron did it, but it, it is now eliminated Celtics or I mean Cavs Warriors Finals. That's not a thing. How mad would it be if it happened? I, but the thing is, <laughs> if it happened, I wouldn't be mad because it's not LeBron versus yeah. the Warriors. I know, but it would just suck. Yeah, it would suck. It would Unless be... J.R. Smith wins finals MVP. <laughs> then it'd be so... Imagine J.R. Smith averages 10 points a game, goes into the finals, averages 40 on 100% annoying... three-point shooting. High meme face. Wait, I won. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be annoying, Wait, I'm but not then you'd Warriors? have to think, like, the Cavs would have to have, like, a seriously, like, incredible year to get to the final. It would just... Well, that's the thing, though. I don't think the Cavs would have to have an incredible year to get to the finals. They'd have to have an incredible year to win the whole thing. To but win it, yeah. The thing is, is the Celtics are still going to have growing pains with a lot of youth pieces. They do have Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, but you got to wonder if there's going to be a certain level of regular season rust for Gordon Hayward. Again, hasn't played basketball in a year. Um, Kyrie had a little bit of health issues here and there. 
So there's still going to be growing pains. Not that they're not that they're not going to be a number one contender, but mm. there, there's potential for them to have issues. All it t- I mean, look at Kyrie last. Kyrie went down, and then they go into the playoffs. Sure, they make it as far as they did, but it wasn't enough without him. Him and Hayward. They would have won those series if he was there. I think if if two injuries don't happen last, if if Chris Paul and Kyrie Irving don't get hurt, I think we see a, a Rockets Celtics finals. I really think we do, but it's not what how it went down. I mean, injuries are part of the game. But, you know, and the Sixers are going to be a force to be reckoned with. But, again, a lot of growing pains. Extremely young team. I mean, the average age on that team has got to be, what, 25? Yeah. Who's the oldest person on the team? J.J. Redick? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Simmons has come back for another rookie of the year. But <laughs> He's already on pace. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's the youth movement. And, and there are growing pains with the youth movement. There's, you know. <laughs> you, you're, <living> there. <laughs> you're, going, you're going from being a team that. On paper, last year, a lot of people thought you were going to be a four or five seed, and then they finished two, three, three, finished three, and now now the pressure's on. Okay, you finish as the three seed. Joel Embiid was a stud. Simmons played really well, and the rest of the team was very complement to all that. So now we're expecting you to be the one or the two seed. It's a proper Covington. He can go fuck himself. But that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure for a lot of young players, and it could very easily turn them into a four or five seed. You know. Because all it's going to take is for them to go on a three or four game losing stretch, which is not a lot in the NBA. But if they lose three or four straight games in a row, I mean, the media loves to just harass. And young guys don't respond well to the, to the media, especially in the NBA. Is, is Simmons still with the Kardashian? I'm not sure. Lady? Because uh, if he is, he's the new that, Lamar Odom. At this point, <laughs> we don't even assume it's just a Kardashian person. And if you're affiliated to any way, any you're, just, you're, you're in trouble. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, until Kanye comes in and fucking dominates the NBA. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, the Pels. Even if Ben Simmons sucks, his girlfriend's pretty hot. <laughs> Kyle, you would be so mad if he sucks this year. He's Kyle. not going to. Kyle's well, rolling up his shorts right now. He can't being four feet from the, from the rim at six foot ten. Not with that ability. I got one guy for you. Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> Are you trying to say that Brian Scalabrini sucks? No. I'm saying I am Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> You're not. It's I also am. funny because every interview for the big for the big three league, whatever, every time they're like, you know, you have to face Brian Scalabrini this week. <laughs> what do you think? They're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be scoring forty. Anytime you can get Scalabrini and Rappaport on the same same interview, which is hilarious. <laughs> Chris Anderson was also very funny in the interviews with Rappaport. What a, what a fucking guy! That was that was one of the funniest videos ever. Is after the Knicks fired Phil Jackson, Jimmy V. You fucking did it! <laughs> you fucking he's like did in a street corner. <laughs> yeah, he's like in front of like a bodega. <laughs> Do you have to cross the street or something? Like, I'll get the next one. <laughs> So then, so then, if we can, way too early, NBA Finals prediction. God, we love doing this. Yeah. We love our way too early. They all love them. <laughs> Kyle? Celtics Warriors. Paul? For the finals? Uh, Sixers Rockets. You can beat the Rockets. Warriors, Celtics. Lakers, Sixers. Oh. How about that? I want to see... <laughs> LeVar Ball in the finals. <laughs> oh, it'd be so obnoxious. You know, the Timberwolves and the Bulls. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Never happened, but <laughs> I know it's funny, there's a part of me I hate I hate LeVar. 
but I kind of miss him on TV. <laughs> he's just going to go on Facebook Live. He's been, he's been quiet. I know. I need him to say something like about like flat earthers or you know. <laughs> I want to say that Kyrie apologized for thinking the Earth was flat. Oh, I saw that. But yeah. he also said that after in forty years that he's not going to be doing anything for the NBA anymore. He's going to be at like a ranch off the grid in Texas where there's no electronics. Nice. He says electronics drag him down. <laughs> I would just hate Thomas Edison then. Just gonna. Take all that money. God, man. Kendall gets a whiff of no private stock in the room, and he just goes fucking wild. <laughs> I must hate Thomas Edison. <laughs> Don't worry. I got you a Culligan five-gallon water cooler <laughs> full of vodka. Get a, oh, a bottle. Huh? Mock has some to take, too. After some of the shit he said. I could take a quick out, quick run out on the break. Yeah. I'll give you the money. You just come with me. We can grab some food. We have this giant uh, Bacardi bottle in the room. We're just going to fill that. Oh, God. Can you imagine? What a mess! Because there's holes in the bottom. What a mess! I don't even know. We Kyle would look like a giant baby. <laughs> We'd have to like tap it at the bottom. <laughs> no, just use straws. Ooh, shout really out to my straw. shout out to my uh, my fam. What up, fam? Re- Rebecca and Michael Foley listening listening in right now oh. on, on uh, PPRN Radio Network app. Very cool. I believe it's my the name app. is Matt Foley. Because I asked him if it was on Facebook, and then I realized. We are not, in fact, Facebook Live. <laughs> I am in a motivational in a speaker. In a little while. In a little while. Uh, let's, uh, uh, you know, everyone that's listened to our show knows it's the weak point. I'm the only one who can talk about it. But we got, we're going to go to the break soon, so let's let's talk a little NHL. The question that was asked earlier, is there a Stanley Cup hangover for the Capitals? No. <laughs> no. Back-to-back games start the season. 14 goals. <laughs> 14 goals. Blanked the Bruins 7-0 and then beat the fucking Penguins 7-6. What a fucking way to start the season. Ovechkin fucking on fire already. They're they're here to play. They're gonna fucking repeat. You know what we're gonna do? Because we discussed this off the air. We we're gonna each cover a game that way we, we can talk hockey. Now we're at the mercy of what we have to watch on television because we don't all have the NHL. But there's enough local teams that we can kinda Cover the bases, and I Bruins think we're are on. Rangers. Are, Rangers are on. If you get MSG, and then uh, NBC Sports Network right. plays Rivalry Night every Wednesday. Uh, do we get? Do we get um, Jersey randomly? I don't know who they're on. You probably do because you get the Cubs games. Right, I get weird channels, but I think Riddler should uh, assign us regular games. season Cubs and White Sox games. Yeah, the ju- WGN randomly plays like they'll they'll, they'll play some. Is weird... it a Chicago based station? I don't think it is. They, they, I, I could be wrong. I also get the station. It do you? Chicago station. He, is it? Oh, because oh, Kyle just knows. Right. <laughs> Kyle, MLB Network doesn't count. Anywho, we're going to uh, be watching more hockey. Riddler's going to sign us games watching. If we don't, we get punished. Bacardi bottle. Or spanking, Kyle, if you prefer a spanking. <laughs> no, I, I'd like I to think, drink some garbage. I think the disgusting shot will come back. Ugh. That you should do your homework then. I might decline because I kind of like the disgusting shot. <laughs> and Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Mm. Fuck. Kendall's disgusting shot's going to involve a lot of coconut. <sighs> just get, he just gave me coconut rum. That's like the worst thing that you can do. No, <laughs> you have to do no, anything no, no, bad no, to it. I wouldn't do that to you. What I would do is, is I would, in a pot, I would boil coconut <laughs> milk. God. And then I would cut it with gin and Malibu. Mm, bad, no, no. <laughs> I heard gin. I was like, oh, this is looking up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, no. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things have been happening on um, Blackhawks. They uh, not the season, not the start to the season I would have loved because they are they're two and zero, but they're two and zero on two overtime wins. I yep. mean, so oh, you know you got to be able to get it done. In the, those it, points, points, are points, points, but you got to be able to get it done in the re- in the regular regular uh, regulation. That's what I'm trying to say. Need to go to break. 
But, <laughs> but Souls would, is cooking. Yeah, but would, with would charcoal. Nice, and we haven't seen it in a long time for the Blackhawks, at least. And you know, I, I think hockey fans in general, people who are a fan of the sport, can get excited. Is that uh, the combo of Taze and Kane is really getting off to a hot start? Kane scored yeah. the overtime winner in the first game of the season, and Kane put another tally on the sheet last night. And then Taze scored in the opener because Taze has been kind of getting a lot of hot, hot seat stuff, hot take action because he's not been the goal scorer that he should be. It's a Canucks, he's, right? He's still the he's still the, the ice general. He's still leading everybody out there. He's still you know the best player or best captain, best one of the best captains in the league. And he, he plays with a lot of heart yeah. and intensity. He does a lot of gritty things that don't show up on stat sheets. But so two games so far this season, he's got four goals. And would you say that was the thing that was kind of absent last year was kind of both of them kind of being, we'll call it well, dominant? Well, played really well, but last year, I think that they, I think the pieces they lost in the expansion draft of the Knights were a lot more detrimental than they thought. Mm-hmm. And I think that they they were ready to go into the season thinking Keith and Seabrook were going to take them all the way through again. And Keith, Keith and Seabrook are both getting a little older now. <laughs> Old guys now. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just, uh, um, I think that, you know, they made some rectifications on defense. They're still missing Crawford. Crawford went out with a really nasty concussion last year that did some, like, serious shit to his head that he made him miss, like, seven months. Yeah. And he's still out. And I think he's I think he's poised to come back November at some point, which would be a huge thing. You know, Crawford's a huge netminder. Great, great presence in the net. Good at, you know, reading defenses and all that kind of... That's a big piece. Um, But, you know, when, when Taze is scoring goals and Taze is getting involved on the point sheet, it makes a difference. It makes a big difference for that Blackhawks team because Taze is really good at finding the open man. Taze is really good at dishing the pass. And Taze is very quietly very, very good with his stick handles. Taze can dance around defenders with the best of them. Taze just offensively, like, offensively dominating, solo offensively dominating, like a Patrick Kane, like an Ovechkin, like a Crosby. That's just not his style of play. He's a nitty-gritty defensive two-way forward. He loves getting in the way and blocking shots. He loves winning faceoffs. He loves getting in people's face. And Taze is not, you know, the Blackhawks are not a fighting organization, but Taze is one of those guys that's not afraid to throw the gloves. He's gotten his ass kicked a couple times. But when Taze is scoring points, that team does really well. I mean, you look back to it, what, four years ago now, four or five years ago when they won the Stanley Cup, they played the, the Anaheim Ducks yep. in the Western Conference Finals, and that was a really good series, and Taze just took over in that, that final, and Taze was just putting up points left and right. And when Taze is putting up points, the rest of the team... They respond. Well, because the thing, too, is, is when Taze is laying goose eggs on the score sheet, Patrick Kane becomes the guy. And so they're on different lines. So the first line defense goes out to play against the second line offense, which is Patrick Kane's line. And But when Taze is putting up points, now you've got two absolute lights-out stud offensive lines. And most teams don't have two defensive line depths right. as well as to defensive forwards that. to play against them. So, it'll be interesting if Taze can keep it up. I mean, granted, it's two games in the season, but, you know, Taze is, Taze is on pace to put up 164 goals this season. <laughs> <laughs> How's Tavares doing in Toronto? He scored his first goal opening night. I was going to say, he scored quick. He scored, he scored a goal, and then Austin Matthews put in the overtime winner. Their defense is still absolute garbage, though. <laughs> Their defense. They're going to be the elite version of what the Islanders were last year. They're going to outscore everybody. But every game is going to be six to five. <laughs> They're going to have the most goals scored against and score the most goals. The problem with them versus the Islanders is that the Toronto Maple Leafs have the ability to put up like twenty goals a game, whereas the Islanders can only put up six. And the Islanders are going to be bad. I think before we go to break, I think we could all agree that all eyes are on PK Subban this year. Uh, how he's going <laughs> to uh, PK Subban? Who? Uh, 
I don't do that anymore. Come on. I, I rectified with Come on. Kyle's brother. I don't Come do on. it anymore. Come on. I don't do it anymore, but I, I do do it for PK Subban. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville's going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're going to be for a long time. Nashville's really good. they got a lot of good pieces, both in the veteran and uh, youth movement, and they, they're, they're going to be a, a real force to be reckoned with in all aspects of hockey for a long time. The physical, they hit, they can fight, they score goals, they have great passers, they've got depth on all their lines. They can get, they can pull goals out of all four offensive lines. They've got good goaltending. They've got good backup goaltending. They've got offensive-minded defensemen. They've got defensive-minded offensive players. Offensemen. Offensemen, <laughs> yeah. they got great head coaching. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with for quite some time. What do you think of that new uh, Flyers mascot? Oh, Gritty? Yeah. Gritty. It's kind of freaky looking. Yeah. I, th- I think it's fun. He went out and he did a hockey thing against some other mascots and just started leveling them. <laughs> Maybe had a good thing going there. He was on a what's his uh, Fallon. He was on Fallon. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> before the season kicked off, he was just like lounging on the couch. I was like, I think Fallon was like, I mean, granted, he was probably intoxicated, but I think he was a little skeeved out. <laughs> He's freaky looking. Mm. Well, he looks like he kind of looks like the what was the McDonald's guy? Grimace. Oh, yeah. the purple he guy? Like, he looks like Grimace's, like, cracked-out cousin. Man, that is Grimace. <laughs> Things have been tough on the franchise. That's, That's why they're funny. remodeling all those stores. <laughs> very funny. But, I mean, for a I'm, I'm a firm believer of 10 games under your belt before to really start evaluating teams. Um, just because hockey, out of all the four major sports, hockey's the only one where a lucky bounce makes or breaks a game for you. Yeah. I mean, in baseball... In my they opinion. all can, but but hockey, hockey's regularly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in, in baseball, how many times a season is is something unlucky or lucky that happens? Like like really unlucky or lucky that happens that's going to make or break the game for you. It like it could. It just depends when. It it's more prevalent right. in hockey, right? Because like for yeah for baseball, I mean like I'm trying to think like what's something that's unlucky that can happen? Like if you rip a ball down the what the down the baseline and it's foul, but it hits the bag, it's fair, right? Like, even if it's over the line, but it hits the bag, it's still fair, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. the bag, the, yeah, right? Because the bag over is over the line. It's, one of, it's, right? a, a it's an odd thing. That would be a per- good example yeah. of right. unlucky. So, okay, something like that happens in the bottom of the ninth inning for a single, and you got a guy on third. Okay, that's very unlucky. That, But but if that happens in the first, that's not making or breaking the that's game. That's what I mean. Through. Hockey, though, you know, I mean, granted, the offenses are much more prevalent these days, but... I mean, I've seen games where a defenseman clears the puck down the boards. It hits a little imper- imperfection in the board. Ricochets off. The goalie goes out to play it, and it slides right into the net. I remember that happened to Andre Fleury right. a and couple so years ago. That happens, but that happens in the first period. That sets the tone for the game. You are now down one nothing. Yep. Yeah. That sets the tone for the whole game, whereas scoring a run of the first inning of baseball doesn't set the tone. Or a snap, you know, a center snapping the ball over the quarterback's head doesn't set the tone for the game necessarily. I mean, it, it would if it was like Jacksonville versus the Jets. It did but... in that Super Bowl. <laughs> True. <laughs> Score. Fuck that fucking play. Pissed off. But uh, hockey season's here. I don't know. In my opinion, it's the most exciting sport that's played. It's just nonstop action. It's the only sport that's not cut. You know, that's not like paused for commercial breaks. I mean, you see it all the time. NFL games take TV timeouts. NBA games take TV timeouts. I mean, even MLB does it now. Golf, but you look at you it's look at all something. TV timeout. But you look at like the NHL. I mean, I, I've watched games in the NHL where there's been 15 minutes of, of no stoppage, and they don't go. They don't. They don't stop it. They don't whistle the, a play dead to go to a, an advertisement break. 
They just don't do it. I don't know how it's worked into the contract. She's like, hey, you pay for this amount of advertisement. We're going to try to get you on. You know, it's a highest highest bidder gets the most advertising time type of thing. But I mean, but I've seen games where there's stoppages every 30 seconds. It depends on how it's going. But yeah, I remember what was it the the year the Blackhawks won the first uh, the first of their three Stanley Cups when they beat the um the Flyers. There was a uh, Western Conference. I think it was the first round of the Western Conference Finals. They are uh, first round of the Western Conference playoffs, and uh, pretty sure the Black. I don't remember who they were playing, but I think the Blackhawks. I think they went like I think it was like eighteen and a half minutes straight. Almost played a whole period without a stoppage. No goals, no fouls, no penalties, no no icings, no out of plays, nothing. No goalie stoppages. Just eighteen and a half straight minutes of hockey. Didn't cut it once. And for that, that's why I think it's just it's so exciting. And hockey commentators are the best commentators in the world. You should get Jer, or, uh, Jim Ross. <laughs> I think that hockey commentators are the most talented commentators in all the sports because they're when, when action's happening, you you have you look at uh, Eddie Olchek and Mike Emmerich. Mike Emmerich is your your play by play kind of guy uh, that calls the action while it's happening. Olchek is your your, your chime in statistical. Um, slash like a flashback guy and then your color guy and, and if you've got 10 minutes of hockey going on 10 minutes of straight talking i mean i hear more i i get more useful information from two commentators in four minutes of hockey than i will in seven game series of baseball it's because it's joe buck no 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 <laughs> Seven straight, it could be seven. The first seven games of the Milwaukee Brewers season. Some baseball commentary is pretty rough. Yeah, some of it's bad. David Wright, after that, when he got pulled in the booth, that was just atrocious. Yeah, that was unnecessary. I mean, I'm glad they did it, but they didn't. Why did they do that? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you know, swan song. trying to do something nice. Yeah. Swan song. Yeah, for sure. Swan song, swan song. Monday night crew for football, it's been kind of rough for me. Yeah. Jason Witten has struggled. Not because he's bad, but he's nervous. He's just been nervous <laughs> the entire time. Do you guys have any uh, super duper early predictions for the NHL? Not I that got one. any of you have, have well, any idea what's going on so far. <laughs> but I definitely feel Chicago returns to a sort of dominance. And I, that's kind of my bold prediction. Okay. So, like, what, you think they finish, like, the... They finish, like, top three? Top, yeah, West? I mean, they... they, they, they own their d- division like days of old. Do you have a finals prediction or not? No, no, not yet? No. No. That was just a funny... <laughs> days of old. That's me the hockey button. Return of the Mac. <laughs> I, um... I don't know if I... I don't have a bold prediction. I, I think the Knights keep rolling this year. Um, Probably not. But not so I, far. But uh, you know, I th- I think they they regress a bit. They kind of wrote off the high, uh, you know, new team momentum. But um, I think they'll still be in the mix. But uh, I think it's I don't think the Capitals go back to the finals. Winnipeg, Toronto. Those are cities <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> Those are souls travel destinations. We're going to have to up this 15-minute break to 20 minutes. i got to go out and buy six bottles of private stock. It's, um, no. In yes. the Eastern Conference Finals. In the Western. Oh, Winnipeg is in the Western. And in the Western. Winnipeg's in the Blackhawks division. See, I was run- not wrong. See, it does turn into Magic Cat later on. <laughs> when it happens, fuck all of you. 
What would like the cities move? Like, <laughs> Stanley Cup, Toronto, Winnipeg, uh, San Jose Capitals. Uh, wasn't the greatest. What wasn't the picture perfect start that I think they were hoping for? But I think this, the, the fucking Sharks just they they literally warriored it. Okay, we're a dominant team. We're one of the best. Let's sit on this. Nah, no. We're going to go out and get to Marcus Cousins. So what are the Sharks do? Let's trade for Eric Carlson, one of the best defensemen in all of hockey. We're going to put him right next to Brent <laughs> Burns. Okay. Great. I think that ball gets rolling quick, and I think it stays rolling for fucking 75 straight games. <laughs> I think the Sharks are going to be an absolute force to be fucked with in this the fucking West this year. I think the Blackhawks face them in the second round of the series. It goes seven games. I think it's the toughest test the, the Sharks have until they get to the finals when they play the Capitals, and I think that game. I think that goes to six. Sharks win it. In six. There's my hot take. Winnipeg, Toronto. <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle's wrong. <laughs> you never know, bro. Well, <laughs> we don't. We do. right. <laughs> we'll go to break. When we come back, uh, Man of Many Names, we'll have uh, a stardom, sit'em, and sleeper for all positions in fantasy this week. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk Riddler's rankings, which this week uh, we're still waiting on the name from the Red Baron. When we come got, back, when we come back, yep. Riddler's rankings. It's uh, an extended rankings this week. It's going to be the first ever getting sports with drunk power rankings for the NFL. That's the Riddler's rankings. Did a lot of homework on it. It's going to be an extended one. We're going to talk about it, and then we'll close out the show with the, our power, our uh, our picks for the week. Um. So yeah, make sure you tuned in. We'll be Facebook Live, and we will be back shortly. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Well, welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. Wasn't ready. Kendall jumped the gun. It's per huge. I had to get us back on. You didn't have to get us back on. Yeah. Why'd you have to get us back on? Because I was out of, uh, out of music time. Could have played another song. I, I requested uh, Backyard Basketball. Or Fuck Me Like a Top. Backyard Basketball? It's a good game. Was a good game. It was a good game. Hey Kyle, have you ever seen those memes that say it's like the the hard pill to swallow, and then it tells you a fact that's going to make you mad? Yeah. So all those games were terrible. Okay. No. <laughs> they they were bad, Kyle. <laughs> I'm gonna poke you until you get mad. <laughs> all right. All right, so uh, we're back here. We're live on Facebook. Go find us there. You can see all of our ugly mugs. Um, we're still joined by a uh, reoccurring guest, Maxine Washable, and uh, Kate Quick Souls, Milwaukee's best. Um, also by the Red Baron. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot of NFL talk to get to this uh, this ninety minute stretch here. Um, so Souls, start us off. We uh, fantasy football. It's alive and well. Week five. Uh, Bears and Bucks on bye weeks. If you got them, sit them. And uh, Souls, quarterbacks. Who's so, your must-start of the week? My must-start of the week is Ben Roethlisberger. Playing an Atlanta Falcon defense is pretty roughed up. I also think you could make this the <laughs> claim to start Matt Ryan, who's playing a worse pass defense. <laughs> yeah. If you have any Steelers or Falcons today, play them. No, 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 no. If you have any Steelers or Falcons that catch the football, play them. Do not start Coleman and Connor. They unless catch the football. To. Unless you have to. They, they catch the football. But unless you have to. I have to, so whatever. 
I was I've been going back and forth all week with Coleman. I, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna get a lot of action this week. To be honest, I really don't. I think it's gonna be a down the field. I think it's gonna be a down the field battle. I think that we're gonna see. I don't know if it's ever been done. I don't. I don't know if it has. But I think we're gonna see five hundred yard receivers in one game. Wow. I think Jones, Ridley, Schuster, Brown, and then either Tavon Coleman, McDonald. No, it's either gonna be <laughs> McDonald or Hooper. Hooper are gonna Hooper. be or or Sanu. Because I could see Sanu getting attention too because. You know the the shit defense of the Steelers is really going to try to focus a lot on um, Jones and Ridley, but Sanu's an absolute force to be reckoned with. But they're no strangers to Sanu, so it'll be interesting. Devin Coleman. This uh, game, this game is either going to be like a hundred to ninety nine or ten to nine. All right, who's your must sit of the week? Carson Wentz. I playing a Viking defense that got lit up the last few weeks. I think the Viking defense is going to come back very strong. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't think he's the must set of the week in my opinion. I, just, I know this is your segment. I'm just creating some banter. I don't think the Vikings' defense is. Uh, I don't think they're going to be that great all year. To be honest, I just don't. I think if they're going to, I think if they're going to win the division, they're going to have to do it grinding offensively and defensively. Tomato, like tomato. Soup. What? No. That, that's not true. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> just throwing around saying <laughs> tomato grape. <laughs> And, and then, then who is your sleeper quarterback of the week? Russell Wilson. Um, he's playing a Rams defense that's banged up. And I think that's game can be very high scoring. I know he doesn't have a lot of weapons. More importantly, it's looking like Russell Wilson is clear of his knee injury now. Which he's means get, he's gonna pick up chains or move chains on the on the, the ground on his own. He could pick up chains too, you know, if Talib's <laughs> in the area. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that game's gonna be really high scoring today. I don't see a lot of defense. All right. Anybody have anything to chime in? Those are excellent souls. Our getting, sports, our getting sports with Drunk League, we got uh, three, uh, the two quarterbacks in our starting in our league because it's a six-person league. I got Ryan and Ben going. There you go. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, this was the one week that Brady went off. So I was like, fuck. You know, it's funny real quick about our league. Last week, I needed to draft a quarterback because I had uh, Newton on a bye. After all that, I never put him in. To play, so, <laughs> so zero points started. Didn't even, yeah, I just I was so caught up about something and I just totally missed it. So it's like idiot. All right, souls. How You're about you relax? Loser. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, that shirt looks really why, good on you, but you know. Thank you. Know. But this is why it doesn't come with luck; it comes with skill. Oh, because I forgot to put some yeah, skill. You're a fucking asshole. Anyway. Oh, whoa. It's a combination. Uh, I could just as easily mute you, and I don't like L- that shirt anymore. Seven. Weenie. And that's it for Souls. Thank God. He's a square, Betty. <laughs> He's a square, <laughs> Betty. <laughs> All right, running back. Who's the must-start of the week? Melvin Gordon. Playing the Raiders. But, all right, but, but I mean, no one, no one was going to not play Melvin yes, Gordon. Yes, I know. But if you look at the matchups today, all the great running backs are playing guys you should play. It makes sense. Just hear me out, okay? If you look at the matchups, you're not going to really – it, it, it's hard. He's the guy that came up with the spelling baloney. So he's a- <laughs> I'm just, I know he's a must play every week, but it's just in the scenario of this week of what's going on that you have to. It's not a lot you can do with that. The Cardinals playing this week. Uh, they're playing the 49ers. I think David Johnson's the start of the week. David, I, I think the only reason I say this is because I feel like more people are kind of apt to say. Say you have a team where you're somewhat decent at running back. Like say you you drafted. You know, like a Bethard, or not a Bethard. Uh, what the fuck I'm is his say name? What? Not Bethard. What's his name? What's his name over there in Fort Niners? Brita. Brita. 
So you drafted Breida, so you got Connor late because you drafted late, you know, type of thing. So you knew Bell wasn't going to be there week one, so you got like Connor. I'm saying, so you got some like late round guys that are doing well. He's not wrong. I could see some teams. Quarter. I could see some people. You know, not a lot, but I could see a good chunk of people thinking about sitting Johnson because the offense just has not been good for the Cardinals, and Johnson has not been good for the Cardinals. But 49ers are not the greatest on defense, and I think that the Cardinals have a good chance at getting their first win this season. Um, I think I think that David Johnson, in my opinion, trumps for start of the week. Yeah, I, I agree. Who's your Who's your absolute sit of the week? Kareem Hunt. Ooh, against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is going has been playing very good run defense and very good defense overall. I think it's gonna be hard for Kansas City to move the ball today. Mine's Le'Veon Bell. Nice, me too. <laughs> I have him also on my bench. See, I I disagree. My must sit is gonna be uh, James Conner. Think so? Yeah, I mean he he's had the great first two weeks, then hasn't done much. Well, my thing is, is I just think that Conner is a better rusher than he is a receiver. Whereas Bell was 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 good at both, and like Tree Cohen, Kamara, plus the, the equal at both. I think Connor's a better north south runner, and I just don't see a lot of running in this game. That's what I mean. This is going to be a who can throw it the most, and and I think Connor's just going to kind of fall to the wayside there. Who are the Titans playing this week? Buffalo. Buffalo. He's my next guy. Derrick Henry. Nope. Deion Lewis. Yeah, don't play Derrick Henry. Deion Lewis is the sleeper of the week. All right. Derrick Henry doesn't get the, the fucking ball anymore. Like I, he's not good. He, he is he good, is Kyle. Good. He's a traditional he running back. Yeah, he doesn't fucking get the ball. Okay, that's not his fault. That's not his fault. It that is his fault because he can't him. fucking move the ball. That's yes, he can. True. He only gets like nine carries. That's is it, not true. Why does Deion Lewis get more? Because he's better, right? No, he's because a he, he's a, yeah, exactly. Well, Derrick Henry also sucks. Anyways, Derrick Henry does not. Suck. He sucks. Anyways, moving on. You're an idiot. Well, in fantasy football, he fucking sucks. Prove me wrong there. They don't use We're them. talking fantasy football, right? You know, I will say Are last we? year he was a better, better fantasy player, but I mean, you know. In fantasy football, he sucks. Correct or wrong? Well, this year, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Not last year wrong. That's so I, I, I was waiting for Kyle to say incorrect or wrong. <laughs> incorrect. All right, Kyle, who's the wide receiver must start of the week? Anybody that suits up for Atlanta or, or Pittsburgh? Yeah, I already got that. Okay. All right. So, so outside of that game, who's your must start of the week? I just want Derek Henry to run over Kyle so bad. Can we set that up? In a Subaru. Could you, almost like, remember how, like, Kimbo Slice? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to go, he's a wide receiver, too. I'm going to go Will Fuller. The Cowboys secondary is very weak. And Will Fuller is... Not as weak as you think. But we'll discuss that in the power rankings. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I, I feel like Will Fuller is going to have a big... He's going to have, like, four well, catches you know, like 120 He's yards. due for one of those games where it just goes off randomly. <laughs> uh, sleeper of the week is Devin Funches. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, it's, be- it's because the Giants secondary is pretty decent. He's the number one receiver. I think Cam Newton's just going to throw McCaffrey all the time. So Funches was your what? Sleep- uh, not sleeper. That's what I was going to say. Wait a minute. Not sleeper. He was, he's Sit the sit of the week. <laughs> Still, you. <laughs> he's gross. He's a good flex option, but he doesn't get. The, he's not gonna get the ball. Paul, I have a sleeper, Tyler Lockett. Banged up Rams secondary. Uh, rush defense has been phenomenal, but the pass defense has been good, but not lights out. Um, healthier Russell Wilson, uh, Doug Baldwin, and Tyler Lockett are very good at, at getting open when Russell Wilson decides to scramble. Tyler Lockett's a speed guy. Uh, I think Tyler Lockett has potential to have a really good game. Uh, very quiet, very quiet. Five receptions for 102 yards. 
and 17 touchdowns. Okay, lift your mic a little bit. Okay. I, Nobody I like, caught that. I like Nobody the, caught uh, it? I could. I like the Tyler Lockett play. Said but... five receptions for 102 yards and 17 touchdowns. <laughs> I like the Tyler Lockett play, but to me, he's always like that boomer bust guy. Like, well, it, that's the whole point of the sleeper. I know, but... I think he's going to be the boom this week. <laughs> My sleeper of the week is Mike Williams. You're he's saying he's on your bench. Yeah, he's always on my bench. I have too many good receivers. Oh, cool. Yeah, good at it. Um, Mike Williams, I just think. Lucky. Keenan Allen is going to get most of the. Sorry, I, I just got a, I just got an update from NFL.com. Refs to be on lookout for deceptive formations. You know what that big stink is about? It's they had the game where Baltimore had the Steelers. The one offensive lineman was set back, which is an illegal formation, but it doesn't matter. Why? If someone else lines because up on the line. There's got to be X amount of people on the line, and so where the receivers were placed, kind of like it, it, it made it illegal. I'm trying to remember what. The offensive lineman was set back, and because of that, there, there was not enough people on the line, or there were so many people with the receivers, there were so many people on the line. It's confusing, it, it, but it's it's stupid. Here's what I think you do. I think you, I think you put the quarterback on the center's back, like a piggyback, so he's on the line. They should not be worried about that. Get this roughing the passer thing right. Mm. They're getting it right though. That's the thing. There's been there's been less roughing the passer calls. That one on Brady was pretty bad, but there's but they've been better. Hey, listen. It's not kind of like it's. They're sticking to their guns. It's, it's not like a gray area. Like, hey, this is what we're going to call you for, and they've done it. So. Is it, is it right? Do I agree with it? Not necessarily. The but was bad, and then Luck got that. He it, got squashed. Do I feel it's no soft? Call. Yeah, a little bit. But they're sticking to their guns. We're going to go to tight ends. This one's he, he's a must turn. play, but he hasn't been, you know, really good this year yet. Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Playing Who? the Lions. The secondary sucks. Mm-hmm. 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 We'll save down. that for the power rankings. Wait, who, who are we talking about? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. James Graham, whatever, I don't care. Oh, Jim. Jim. <laughs> James Graham. <laughs> the it's like a country singer. <laughs> the sit of the week, it, the Bengals. I see the one, two. <laughs> Which one? Uzma. <laughs> I think that's him. Yeah. They said he's going to be the number one, but it's either him or Croft. Who knows? And Belton likes to throw the receivers. Well, I mean, when Eifer was in there, he he's productive. And last what year, an ugly injury. He, he might just retire. That guy's ankles are done. And it's all because of the Pro Bowl. But, um... It's a quality game. I mean, <laughs> last year, Croft stepped up and, and was a good, you know, at least fantasy-wise, tight end for the Bengals. Um, I just don't see this guy doing much. That's what I mean. You, you don't know which way they're going to go. And then, the sleeper of the week, I got Vance McDonald. Homer. But, Falcons. I know. I know. I was hoping to get this face right here. Okay, Make you it right got it. The <laughs> oh, you, we got it. We're gonna stiff arm a few cornerbacks today. I hope so. I'm gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go to kickers. Start of the week is Graham Gano. Incorrect. So is Dan. It's Bailey. Guano, by the way. Because you know the Giants gave up a lot of yard, uh, not a lot of touchdowns. There's a lot of field goal. That's true. Sit of the week is Sebastian Janikowski. <laughs> what do you mean? Is he old or something? I don't know. He's a Seahawk. He's due to fuck up eventually. The problem with the Seahawks is they got rid of the week, right The sit of the week is anybody kicking for the Chargers. Every week. Yeah, but that's too obvious. <laughs> or, or the Vikings. 
That's too obvious. But, no, you know, damn so, Bailey's good. That's too obvious. It's way too obvious. But starting Melvin Gordon, that yeah. wasn't clear enough. <laughs> you know that. I told you what happened. And then the uh, sleeper of the week is Mare from the Cowboys. It's been pretty solid. Texans give up a lot of yards. Yeah. Fair enough. And then the defenses, start of the week. Tennessee, playing Buffalo. Enough said. Except for that week they played Minnesota. <laughs> uh, set of the week is Eagle defense versus Minnesota. Minnesota's not like that secondary up. And then the sleeper of the week is Cardinal for 49ers. Cardinal's defense has actually not been bad. No. It's been on the field a lot. But even when they're on the field, they're not playing that bad. I mean, they've lost a couple close games. They're going to get like four turnovers off CJ Berthard today. Bethard. Talk into your matter. microphone, Kyle. I, I like Berthard, though. <laughs> Beat hard is how you say it. <laughs> and there are souls. Stardoms, sitems, sleepers for the week. Suck it, Massey. God. <laughs> souls of stardom, sitems. Hey. Oh, Massey, really. It's an alliteration. Start, sit, sleep. Start, sit, sleep, souls. <laughs> so Peace. Fuck you, Massey. I don't feel like recording anymore. You guys ready to go home? Yes. Let's call it. Thanks for listening. I got some CFL highlights. Hey, Uncle Bob listening. Hey, Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob, cup suck. <laughs> that was uncalled for, Kyle. Yeah, that's not nice. He knows it. Yeah. Where were the Phillies? Uh, one of the games. That's all I care about. <laughs> that's true. Kyle won his <laughs> bet with Jeff. <laughs> you just got to get Jeff on the air. And we then... don't know what the bet was, but, <laughs> but Kyle won it. <laughs> I think it's a kiss from Coach. Oh, Ooh, it is a kiss no. from Coach. Yeah. On mock. Nope. <laughs> I wasn't involved. Pucker up, Martin. <laughs> Coach Souls is ready to go. Well, Coach will be puckering for you. I wouldn't so. say Coach Souls anymore because that's a different thing now. Oh. Uh, Coach Anus. There you go. Anus, come on, don't say that. Why are you talking into this? Because it works out. Well, <laughs> it works out. It could work better if you're talking to the microphone part. Does it matter? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Kyle. But thanks to me. Not hey. <laughs> there we go. All right. Mass, I'm coming. I'm coming for you. Where are those rankings? You ready for this name? I'm ready for it. Hold on. Well, I it? don't have one. So Riddler's <laughs> rankings is an extended rankings this week. We're going to determine if it's going to be an every week thing or a, a quarterly thing, whatever, for the NFL. But it's Riddler's rankings are, by me, mm-hmm. a power rankings for the NFL. 32, all 32 teams. Um, we might, It's not going to be 32. If we do it every week, it obviously won't be 32 teams every week. It might be a top right. 10 type of thing. It's, <laughs> it's going to get a little, little chaotic. It takes up a lot of time. But luckily, we have uh, we have the man of many names and everyone's favorite household appliance here today to welcome back. Uh, discuss things with us about uh, the power rankings, and I think it'd uh, be good. So, uh, all right, those rankings. What's the name? All right, this name is totally deserving of the the private stock. It's not here, but totally deserving. Here we go. Welcome to Riddler's. Now that's rank. Ooh, yeah. That's pretty gross, isn't it? Riddlers, now that's rank. Can you swallow rank. a bottle cap? <laughs> now that's rank. There's a colon in there. I don't know if you caught that. All right, so we Riddlers. Have I'm not going to obviously uh, propose every stat for the whole thing, but I've got uh, division ranks, records, offensive ranks, overall, which is based off of uh, the offensive ranks. All these stats were pulled from NFL.com. I want that to be known now. Um, these weren't hand-written stats? From every game? <laughs> no. So the offensive rank is based off of, from NFL.com, it's based off of uh, um, yards per game, but I also included points per game. And then uh, there's uh, passing and, uh, and rushing ranks, defensive ranks, points allowed, defensive and uh, rushing, blah, 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 tons of stuff. Uh, Souls, where are you going? Souls? 
Could you talk into the mic? If I hooked up like a wireless, uh, like, just be like Justin Timberlake, Souls Timberlake. Well, we always talked about getting one of those for like Jeff when we're back in the Maple days. Yeah, the, the, the headset, like a PlayStation Four headset. <laughs> Jeff and Souls. Jeff and Souls are afraid of the mic. Hey, stuck over here. <laughs> so you guys ready? Oh, I'm oh, ready. No, you're not ready. I'm ready. Full thirty-two team power rankings. Number thirty-two. Yeah, say it. The Pittsburgh Buffalo Steelers. Bills. Oh. Hold on, Fourth hold on, hold on. No, God, here we go. <laughs> Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers. No, I'm trying to. You know, after realizing that, there's no reason for me to stand. I'm tall enough. But you're also looking this way. The All camera's right. over there. Well, <laughs> I mean, I was just looking at the, the screen. Number 32, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, fourth in the AFC East at 1-3. and three. Uh, They're the 31st rank. And remember, the offensive rank and defensive rank are on... Uh, yards allowed per game. Um, so they are the 31st ranked offense, and they are the 14th ranked defense in the NFL, but they are mustering a abysmal uh, 220 yards, 12 points a game. Um, they they had a great showing against the, the Vikings that one week, but other than that, it's been goose egg central. I didn't expect a lot out of them with the rookie quarterback, but uh, yeah, they, they, they scraped the bottom of the barrel today in the <laughs> Riddler's, uh, what is it? Riddler's. Now that's rank. Riddler's, now that's rank power rank. And the Bills are rank. Like, smelly. Yeah. <laughs> Hoska sucks. Whoa, <laughs> not true. Uh, and then I, I also included these things. Off. I'd like to include these for every team. Uh, they are minus one in the turnover differential, and they have recorded 10 sacks on the season so thus far. I don't know if I like this. This is very dark here. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, it's a quarter. It literally says quarter in big brown letters on it. It's actually not bad. It's not coffee, Kyle. Oh, you opened it, so. Trade with me. Nope. Give you a dollar. I'll yeah. give you one of the Duncan's. You can have another one of the others. Share about us. Just gonna drink it. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> All right. So just give it to me. I don't want it to go to waste, Kyle, because those are hard to get. Give it to me, Souls. Here. Give me that. Because oh my. Grab yourself another Sierra. Now, right this second. I keep you this mic. Right this I'll second. Alright. Now we gotta put this on hold. I wanted everybody to be here for the power rankings. Uh, just, just, just go. Just because you knew Kendall was gonna have to be. Alright. Uh, number 31, we've got the Arizona Cardinals. Are you kidding? That's right. That's right, guys. The only win this team in the NFL does not last in the power <laughs> rankings. Uh, they are fourth in the NFC West, though, at 0-4. Uh, they have the worst-ranked offense, but they have the 18th-ranked defense. Um, I think the defense has played pretty well. I think Rosen showed some uh, some potential last week against the Seahawks, right? Yeah. And um, I, I think they're going to... Uh, have a, a lot of potential this week against the 49ers to muster out their first win Uh-oh. of the season. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, but at the end of the day, the thir- the 32nd in offense, <laughs> they're 31st in the pass. They're 31st in the rush. They're pretty abysmal on the offensive side of the football. So, um, Steve Wilkes might be fired after this year, after year one. Oh, that'd be terrible. All right. Number 30, the New York Jets. I don't want to interrupt you, but no, that was so do. funny what just happened. Like, the, the feed for the TV kind of timed out. and it went, So, when Kendall walked back in, Rita was, like, pointing at it like something was wrong, but I already fixed it. So, Kendall looked <laughs> up and he was like, what? <laughs> um, so, the, the real quick, I had a ploy for these beers. You know why I got Kendall the Dunkin' Donuts beer? I got them because they're lower percent for a porter slash stout, but they're very high in caffeine. Uh-oh. So I'm hoping he's just off the fucking walls. I am damned right now. 
<laughs> I hope he gets home and he's like an obliterate, caffeinated drunk. Just running. Number 31? Number 30. Number 30, the New York Jets. Third in the AFC East at 1-3 and three with the 29th ranked offense and the... 12th ranked defense. Yeah, defense has been pretty good for them this year. Yeah, defense has been pretty good. They're plus two in the turnover differential, and they have also recorded 10 sacks in the season. Um, they're putting up over, they're, you know, they're, they're over the 20 point uh, per game uh, plateau, and they're putting up just, just under 300 yards per game, um, but they're just... Not it, there yet. It's not, it's not, it's, it's badly balanced. They're 27th in the pass, they're 25th in the rush. They're putting up 289 yards, but they're doing it with, like, 200 passing yards and, like, 80 rushing yards, which is just not enough to win a game. you gotta, you got to be above and beyond on at least one of those. Right. Um, one thing I did want to talk about with the Cardinals being 31. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're, the, they're last in offense. I talked about 31st in pass, 31st in rush. They are averaging just over 200 yards a game and under 10 points a game. They're averaging wow. 9 points a game and 208 on the yardage as an offense. That is terrible. Terrible. That's so bad. Preemptive. <laughs> Preemptive. Uh, all right, number twenty-nine, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I tried not to make these power <laughs> rankings. The, the power rankings. I made them as of yesterday, so I, I. It's a little skewed just because the Colts and the Patriots have played five games. The Panthers and the Redskins have only played three. Right. Um. So it is a little skewed, but. I did it it's as just a, how the season works. I didn't want to know. do it beforehand and then have listeners be like, oh, well, the Patriots won or the Colts won. Why aren't they higher or whatever? So the Colts are 29th. They're fourth in the AFC South. They're one and four. Uh, they're 22nd on, on offense and they're 23rd on defense, which I think is kind of where people predicted them to kind of be uh, <laughs> Listen, for the first part of the season. I, I think by the end of the season, the offensive rank, they'll climb up a little more because um, realistically, they're not terrible. I mean, they're 12th in pass. But they are 25th in the rush. Um, they're minus one on tur- turnover differential, but they've recorded uh, 13 sacks on the season. I don't think anybody's going to dispute where you put them. I mean, from what we've seen yeah. so far, I mean, it's very well, appropriate. Last week was tough. I mean, it's Patriots this week. Right. The but thing is, is like they, they had they, no, they, but they uh, could have won games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm saying like this week. You know, the receivers were hurt and everything. Kyle and I talked about it, you know, we had to talk about uh, how much money players get paid and stuff like that, and I don't have an issue with how much money certain players get paid, blah, 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 it's, a, you know, your percentage of cap, how, what are the 10 best players in your team making, how much of that percentage is coming out of your cap type of deal, but, you know, realistically, Andrew Luck is all 10 of those players, so that's why they're ranked so low. Uh, number 28, Oakland Raiders. Damn it. Uh, fourth in the AFC West at one and three. Um, but this is where the the first thing kind of chimes in, uh, or the the power rankings. They kind of they're kind of fucky this year because of how things are going. Second ranked offense in the NFL in terms of yard per, yards per game, and twenty seventh on the defense. Sounds about right. Well, yeah. I mean, we knew their defense was bad, and and but they're fourth in offensive pass rank, and they're sixteenth in the rush. Marshawn Lynch has looked like the Marshawn Lynch we've seen in Seattle. Yeah. He's, he's killing it. They're averaging 441 yards a game. But on the defensive side of the ball, they're giving up 31 points a game. Um, they're 30th against the rush. And more importantly, um, they're, they're last in the NFL in sacks. They have less sacks than the guy they traded away before the season. I love that graphic showing Mac is outperforming the entire Raiders mm. defense. <laughs> did you, did you see the, the interview thing that the, uh, Gruden did? 
It's hard to find a good pass rusher. No, 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 not that one. Oh. Because Khalil Mack recorded his fourth straight game with a forced fumble right. and a sack or whatever. And he goes, he got another strip sack? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, number 27. The Garoppolois. Garoppolois. San Francisco 49ers. They are third in the NFC West at 1-3 with the 21st ranked offense and the 19th ranked defense. Um, they're just average. They're, yeah, they're average, but they are, they're sixth in the NFL in rush, rushing offense. They can run the ball. Um, I, that, that number I expect to go to drop um, without the legs of uh, Garoppolo, and I just don't think the, that um, what's-his-face from the rookie there is going to continue uh, to produce all year long. He's already started to decline a little good, bit. Good, he's not a good one, right? Not, not that no, guy, no, the no, running no, back. We uh, said it earlier. Burita? Burita, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I know. I thought I don't receiver. Think he's a rookie. Not a, well, no I mean, it's just so a shame, no too, because that pizzeria will really... It could have franchised, honestly. <laughs> well... We'll never know. Luckily, you got the growth starting. Yeah. Real quick. Isn't it amazing that his, his, his like, second option at quarterback is light years better than his, like, drafting <laughs> option? Yeah, I don't know why how that happened. But anyway, Vito Russo. Stafford's Grill is going to burn you today. Ugh, doesn't have the same thing as serving up a slice. It's not the same. And that's why we're on four. It's all about the but same. But you're not last anymore. That's right. <laughs> Screw you, Tyler. You piece of crap. No, I think Vito's in last. No, oh, no, it's me, me, me and Tyler. Imagine if he had Bears defense. He he texts me almost every Thursday. He's like, no matter who I play, their team goes off. <laughs> He's probably made well, you know what? If he traded me, he'd probably have better luck. Ebron had 39 points. All right. Number 26. Number 26. Number 26. The New York Giants. Fourth in the NFC East at one and three, with the eleventh ranked defense. Surprisingly, defense has been playing well. They've been playing good. I wouldn't say well, adequate. But they also have the twenty-first ranked or twenty-fifth uh, ranked <laughs> offense. Yep, they're averaging under twenty points a game, just over three hundred a game, which is not impressive. Not not anything that's going to wow people. This this era of football, um, they're in the twenties. For both offensive uh, pass and rush, and when it comes to the defensive side of the football, they're terrible against the rush and great against the pass. They're the eighth best team against the pass, but they're the 29th against the rush. Um, and they're minus they're they're minus uh, minus two, I think, minus two in turnover differential, and they have they've recorded a tie for the league low in five sacks. Not getting to the quarterback. No, they're not. I feel you. Um, I mean the like you. Hit the nail on the head. I mean, teams are running on them. Um, I mean, granted, we we've been missing like Olivier Vernon's been out. Well, it's just it's one of those things that it's, it it shows that it's not with a lot of teams. You have a lot of teams in the NFL over the past five years or so that aren't able to get pressure to the quarterback, but are able to stop the run. So when it, you look at the Giants, it's just obviously it's not a small issue, but it's simple. Mm. Both sides of the football. Both lines need work. They're not getting pressure on the quarterback, and they're not stopping the run. They're not stopping pass rushes, and they're not producing gaps for a run. Now, granted, Kyle and I talked about it. Saquon Barkley, I don't take anything away from um, the offensive line of the Giants in what Saquon Barkley's production has been, because Saquon Barkley has been, you know, say he rushes the ball 20 times, he's getting 18 rushes of a yard, one of seven, and one of 60. But that's how he's produced his whole career. I was listening to uh, some um, analysts talk about him on the NFL. That's why he was in college. I think they're talking about that. Like over the course of his entire college and NFL career, 
He's averaging 21 rushing attempts a game. 18 of them are for less than two yards over college and NFL. Right. Mm-hmm. One of them is over 50, and one of them is in the middle between ten, one and 10. Yeah. And that's just, so that's just the running back he is. I don't think, I, I think that will change as the NFL, as his NFL experience grows. I think he'll be able to find gaps a little better. I just think that the one weakness in his game, I think he's a great receiving back and he's got a lot of strength. I think he's got a lot of ability to break tackles and rip off big runs. I don't think he's got good gap vision. I think that's what it is because the Giants offensive line. They're not there. <laughs> well, but the thing is, is those, the Giants offensive line has been bad, but it's been improved. From it's last been, year. it's been improving. And there are some holes to run through. And for somebody as powerful as Saquon Barkley, he doesn't need a big hole. Because if an offensive lineman, no matter how bad they are, is semi-blocking a defensive lineman or, or an edge rusher or whatever, if all they can do is get a hand on Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley has enough strength to 100% break an arm or a leg tackle. Um, what and I've seen... Saquon Barkley is, is like a Marshawn Lynch. You need, to, you need to wrap him up with your body weight on the ground and two arms around his waist or thighs to bring him down to the ground. What I've seen with Saquon is when he's running, he he wants to make that one cut to the outside, like that. That to me is like his go-to um, move. He he tries to you know he'll run either the right or the left and then cut it the other way. Um, I don't know if it's because if he's just not confident that the gaps will open up, so he's trying to do it himself. But when he rips those longer, that that's where he's doing it. Is they'll run it to the right and he jumps to the left. I think that. What did what did uh, Beckham sign his contract for? What was five. the years? Five years. Five. I think Barkley. I think the Giants are going to find themselves five years from now in a situation that the Steelers are in now. And I think it's that. I think Barkley's trying to be the best player. Not not, not that that's like an ego standpoint. I just think that Barkley, like he realized the ceiling was high for him on a team that needed a running back and is going to feed him the football. Mm-hmm. And I think that for Barkley. I think that five years from now, I think Barkley's going to get better. I think he's going to produce, and I think they're going to run into the same issue where Barkley's going to want to be paid more than Beckham. Just like because I, I, Kyle and I were talking, about, I don't think Bell wants to be the highest paid running back in the NFL. I don't think he cares about that. Honestly, I think he cares about being the highest paid player on the Steelers. I think he wants to be. I think he wants to make more money than Brown. Not we're not going to get into a Bell discussion. That's not the point of this. I'm just saying I, I could see that being an issue for them if Brown or if Beckham is able to continue to produce. I know the end zone hasn't been his most favorite place this year. But he's still getting yards. Yeah. He's still getting catches. I could very easily see that being an issue for the Giants moving forward. And, th- and honestly, it's the best problem to have. And luckily for the Giants, it's five years from now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because with, with uh, Barkley being a first-round pick, you get four years with the fifth-year fifth option. Fifth-year op- player or team option. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, back to the rankings. Number 25, the Detroit Lions. Uh, They're last in the NFC North at 1-3. and three. They have the 11th-ranked offense. This one, this one was surprising me, Kyle. I'd like to get your weigh in on this. I know you're a big Lions fan, and I know that Kendall's a, a frequent visitor of Stafford's Grill. That's right. Real quick, hey, but, Mike, Mike Hatfield, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. Um, this one, this is one of those ones that's it's different. A, different. <laughs> this is one of those ones that it's a, it's a surprise. You know, it's a surprise when you look at what I'm about to tell you. Is that the Detroit Lions are the 25th uh, ranked team on the uh, that's rank power rankings? Now that's rank. But they're last in the NFC North at one and three. But they have the eleventh ranked offense and the eighth ranked defense. They've been playing very well defensively through four games this season. They just can't put it together. They're the second best team in the NFL against the pass, and but they're the last against the run, and vice versa on offense. So the tenth best team against the pass or for the pass, but they're twentieth for run. 
and I expect the run number to go up. Now that the, you know, I, I just I think that Patricia needs to get his head out of his ass and realizes that that Carryon Johnson needs more than twenty touches a game because he said that he's comfortable with twenty touches a game for him. They they do have the potential to have a three headed monster on the at the running back position, but it can't you can't do a three headed monster at ten touches a game. It's got to be using them appropriately. Yeah, right. Legarrette Blunt needs to be your third down back, and your 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 goal line situation guy, Carryon Johnson, needs to be your out of the backfield on first and second down um, rushing slash receiving guy, and Theo Riddick needs to be able to come in and pick up the slack. And Carryon Johnson needs real to quick rest. shout out to Jmart. Uh, use uh, Blunt appropriately as a power back. Thank you. <laughs> no rebuttal. He's not here. <laughs> uh, and the Lions, uh, but more importantly, the not Lions. This, and this is to me, this is where the Lions, even though they are. Uh, Eighth ranked on defense. This is where their real, their real big woes come is on the defensive side of the football. They're minus four in turnover differential. They're not creating turnovers enough on the defensive side of the football. And this is going to sound skewed, but 13 sacks is terrible for them. And I say that because, granted, Ansa hasn't played, but they have 13 sacks. I'm pretty sure nine of them have come from linebackers. Nine or ten of them have come from yeah. linebacker, blitzing linebackers, which there's nothing wrong with that. Cleo Mack is a blitzing linebacker in a 3-4 defense, so really he's... It's a, when, you, when you're a linebacker in a 3-4 defense, you're really a defensive end. But at the end of the day... But to your point, they should be able to get pressure. When linebackers are accounting for 75% of your sacks, you're not really <laughs> so, getting quarterback pressure. Yeah, so, something's off there. Right. You, your linebackers are timing their blitz as well, and that's great to, to have. You would love to have three linebackers that are getting that four weeks into the season have two sacks each, but that means that your defensive line has three total sacks. So it's not it's it, it's a it's a skewed, skewed number. Yeah, it's a skewed number. It's, it's not where you want it to be. Uh, number twenty four, Cleveland Browns, third in the AFC North at one two and one. They have the nineteenth ranked offense, twenty fifth ranked defense, um, twelve sacks on the season, and a league high plus seven in turnover differential. They have gotten a lot of turnovers, and they have been the games that they've they've turned it over a lot. They've gotten a lot of turnovers. So they've been able to keep that number pretty good. I mean, the Raiders game, I think Baker Mayfield had, what, four turnovers? Three or four turnovers? Yeah. But they got turnovers against against the Raiders. Um, second in the league, though, uh, rushing the football. And they're pretty much par for points for and points against. 25 and a half scored, 26 against. Yeah. They've been in games. So I, I, I expect to see that number climb for the Browns. Um, I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't by any means think they're going to ever crack the top ten this season, but I expect to see them in the, in the the mid to low teens at one point throughout the season. Twenty uh, third, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If we did this every week, what a drop off this would be for them. Uh, they are third in the NFC South at two and two. Uh, they do have the third ranked offense behind some great performances the first two weeks of the season from uh, Fitzmagic, um, and still rank first overall in offensive passing. Uh, but they're 30th in defense and last against the past. And they have a minus two turnover differential with only eight sacks. They're one of few teams that hasn't reached double digits in sacks yet through four games of the season. Um, Tampa Bay is, uh, I believe, on a downward spiral. Um, I don't think Jameis Winston is, is by any means an improvement. I think Jameis Winston is an upper management decision to play. Uh, I think I think that if the head coach had gotten his 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 uh his call his his opinion to, to be 100 percent accurate with i think fitz magic would have played the second half against chicago bears to see if he could lead him back yeah like he did against the steelers i think that the upper management wants to see what uh winston has 
Because that's their guy. I mean, Fitzpatrick's kind of like well, he's they're a not. They're, they're not. I mean, that's the thing. Winston's not their guy. They need to know by the end of the season. If, well, because if if Winston's not their guy, they're talking about twenty million dollars as a team right. option next well, year. I don't believe in Winston, but I'm just saying that at this stage, like, hey, this is the guy. You know, we we want to be. Kyle, you're very quiet. You don't have anything to chime in on any of this. Not yet. Okay, I agree with everything so far. All right. And there's, there's some discrepancies with, if you look up uh, power rankings, uh, you know, there's a couple popular ones that pop up on Google if you want to Google them, USA Today's, NFL, things like that. They're, mine, you know, if you if you want to go back and listen to the show, we could, we could post this on Facebook if we want at a later date type of thing, too. That, that doesn't match, like, word for word what other, right. this other is, things. This, is, this is what you feel. This is this strictly is, this off is, what I feel. This is Riddler's, now that's rank. Power rankings. Power rankings. Uncle Gus, you can find that anywhere else. Uh, number 22, the Houston Texans. <laughs> uh, third in the AFC South at one and three. Uh, Fifth-ranked offense, which I find very surprising just because they haven't wowed me in any games, but I guess they are putting the yards <laughs> together. They are averaging plus of 400 yards a game, um, but they're 21st in defense. Um, they're 27th against the pass, top 10 against the run. Um, they're top 10 against the top 10 rushing the football and just outside of the top 10 passing the football. But at 1-3, and three, it, it doesn't matter how much your offense is performing if you're not winning games. The, you know, and you'll see this later in the power rankings. I mean, teams, it can be said for a team like the New Orleans Saints, who no matter what power rankings you look at, they're going to be in the top 10 for almost every power ranking out there. But the fact of the matter is the New Orleans Saints aren't stopping anybody, and they're they're getting a lot of yards, but they're winning games. Yeah. If you're getting a lot of yards and you're giving up a lot of yards, but you're 3-1, and one, it's a lot different than 1-3. Yeah. After four weeks of the season, there's a certain tone that's been set for the season. At one and three versus three and one, no matter what your offense or defense yeah. is doing, so and no surprise, credit to that offense. Mm-hmm. You know, this was the first uh, serious discrepancy. If we're going bottom to top um, in the power rankings, I had these guys ranked a little bit higher than most people did. At twenty one, I have the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of people had them ranked in the mid to lower twenties, but um, they're two and two, two home wins, two road losses. They're second in the NFC East at the moment. Um, they're just getting over three hundred yards a game uh, for the twenty seventh ranked offense. But they have the fifth-ranked defense. They're playing well defensively. They're they're sixth against the the pass, and they're they're twelfth against the run. And they they got fourteen sacks. The the real and and in my opinion, I think what's keeping them from being a three and one football team is their minus two in turnover differential. They're not generating. They're, they're they're I wouldn't say they're not generating turnovers. The Cowboys for me are the team that they're they're giving the ball away more than they're taking it away. Versus a team like you know if you look at like the Houston Texans before this were minus one. That defense should be taking the ball more, taking the ball away more. The Cowboys should be giving it away less. You have a careful quarterback who doesn't throw the ball on the field a lot. You have a stud at running back. There shouldn't be as many fumbles and interceptions. Right. Um, but I think the Cowboys are deserving of a, of a high 20s spot. I mean, at the end of the day, they're 2-2. Two and two, And their defense has played a lot better than a lot of people were going to give them credit for going into the season. Like I said, I mean, they're top 10 in, in the pass. Against you know for yards against. What's their division rank off the top of your head? They only played the second one. in the they, NFC East. Was it? They only played the Giants, or they play? They play the Giants. They're one and zero in the division. They're two and two, and they're one in the division. The whole division, which is what ranks them above the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles have played a division game yet. Oh, that's crazy. That's an interesting scheduling. I don't they had they had to have played one. I don't think so. Uh, we have to check. I'm trying to think. What it's not they... that uncommon this year because I mean, you look at the Chicago Bears schedule. The Chicago Bears play five of their six division games the last eight games of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily they'd have to get a game in yeah, within it, four. It, I mean, it goes a lot of it has to do with what what networks want to buy in for primetime games. There's and stuff yeah, like that too. This thing too. There's uh, a majority of teams that have like 
back-to-back-to-back division games. Like, yeah, midway. I mean, look at the Bears. The Bears this year, the schedule is fucking freaky. The last eight games of the season, five of them are division opponents, and, and then before that, they play the, the AFC East four straight games, which is like, yeah. it's just not common to play. So, Eagles opened up against who? The Eagles opened up against the uh, Falcons. Falcons. And they won. Yep, and they went on and they played... Uh, I know they played the Colts. They beat the Colts, they lost to the Bucks, and they lost to the Titans. Yeah, yeah so it's just it's how yeah, they it played out. The game That's yet. crazy. They have their so. first... I was just looking, week six against the Giants. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's kind of cool. They'll probably, like... play, they'll probably play... In that, once, week six hit, once week six hits, they'll probably play like three of their six division games in four weeks. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, so the Cowboys, I mean... Take what you want away from it. They're giving up 19 points a game, scoring 16. That's why they're 2-2. Two and two. But they're playing good at home. Ezekiel Elliott is running better at home. They, I could very easily see the Cowboys finishing the season 8-8 eight and eight with seven home wins and one road win. I mean, they're, they're looking like a early version of that Seattle Seahawks. I mean, no, you not, wanted to say eight home wins. They're not going to win eight losses. games. I'm sure they'll lose a home game. <laughs> um, all right, moving up. Number 20. Last of the uh, b- bottom feeders, the Atlanta Falcons, number 20. Uh, obviously, a lot of uh, injuries have uh, played into this. Injuries are a reason, not an excuse. Um, but at the end of the day, they're last in the NFC South at 1-3. and three. They are the seventh-ranked offense, but they are the 28th-ranked defense. Um, they're 30th against the pass, but they're sixth in terms of passing. Um, also, on the negative side of the, the turnover differential, they're minus two. And they've only mustered eight sacks this season. They're just not getting to the quarterback. They don't have the secondary personnel to stop the pass. Um, and as much talent as they have on the offensive side of the it's football, hard it's hard to it's hard to win a season playing shootout football. It's going to be interesting to see if a team we're going to get to later in the same division is going to be able to keep up what they're doing in a shootout fashion. Um, they just, you know, Matt Ryan's just not Drew Brees. That's the thing. It's the, at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to. Matt Ryan's not Drew Brees. Uh, moving on up, number nineteen, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This should be a lower. No, they're one, two, and one. I mean, like they should be like in the twenties. I don't think so. They fucking suck. And here, and I'll give you my reasons why. They're one, two, and one, and they're last in the AFC North. But they're the sixth ranked offense. They're the last. They're the they're the sixth ranked offense, and they're the thirtieth ranked defense. However, even though they are the thirtieth ranked defense, they are of the bottom eight in the defensives. They're one of the few teams that are allowing less than thirty points a game, and they are averaging twenty five and a half points a game, which is a little bit skewed because from some early offensive woes from Ben, some some pick happy plays. Um, they're third. They're third passing the football, but they're they're almost last against the run or, or running the football. I should say. Um, Christ, <laughs> and they're 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 the below below side of average to defending both side both uh, attacks on the football. They're minus two in turnover differential, but again, that comes from some early Ben woes. They have generated a few t- turnovers, but they have thirteen sacks in the season. They're getting to the quarterback. Um, nineteenth for me is where the Pittsburgh Steelers rank, uh, and uh, simply for the fact that it's because. Um, I, ju- I just the offense is just too high powered to not have them a little higher, in my opinion. I mean, the Atlanta. I, I went between the Steelers and the Falcons for nineteen and twenty, and in my opinion, I just think that the the Falcons' defense is in worse shape than the Steelers' defense. You know, it's funny today because they're they're playing each other. It's kind of like two mirror the, teams. The, the reason was, and the reason that they outranked them was simply because of sacks. 
13 to 8. It's a lot. Five sacks. Yeah, five absolutely. sacks is a big difference. You, most teams don't get five sacks in a game, which is, which shows you that the Falcons are struggling to get to the quarterback and the Steelers are having success getting there. Four games, you guys have 13 sacks. You're averaging plus two a game. Except last week. We didn't really get to them. But you're averaging plus two a game, sure. which is, you know, important. That game's in the past. Oh, sorry, plus three. Forward. Plus three. Sucks. We gotta move forward. Otherwise, you're going nowhere. Uh, number eighteen, another one that would have been a huge drop off if we did one every week. The Miami Dolphins. They are first in the AFC East at three and one, uh, but they are the thirtieth ranked offense and the twenty sixth ranked defense. Uh, they're twenty eighth and twenty fifth against the pass and run respectively, and then twenty sixth and twentieth against the pass and rank respectively. Rush respectively. They are plus four in turnover differential, but they've only mustered six sacks on the season. They're not getting to the quarterback at all. Um, I think that the the Patriots snapped the 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 dreamland that the Dolphins <laughs> are living in. Um, they're Tannehill's been playing good football. He's averaging. Or he's been I think, playing safe football. No, he's <laughs> not. Though. That's the thing, though, because if you look at Tannehill, Tannehill, I don't know what the they were before the or after the Patriots game, but before the Patriots game, Tannehill was throwing the football at seventy percent completions at nine point eight. Yards an attempt, which is a lot. 9.8 yards an attempt is a lot when you consider how much teams love check downs, screens, yeah. dishes outs, the tight ends, things like that. So 9.8 yards an attempt, he's throwing the ball down the field. He is getting, but he was getting a lot of touchdowns on dink and dunk passes, pitches, things like that. Um, so at the end of the day, they're just not, they're not mustering a lot. I mean, they're, they're, they're just shy of 300 yards a game, but they're only averaging 200, 20 points a game, so... They, t- they took a big drop off. I mean, not that they were. If I did this every week, I don't think the Dolphins. The Dolphins probably would have made ten at three and zero that week. Yeah. But I don't think they would have ever gone higher no, than that because that, they just they weren't winning in blowout fashions. They weren't winning in oh my god, look at the Dolphins fashion. The oh my god thing of the Dolphins was that they're three and zero going up against a struggling Patriots team, right. and, and that, the Patriots proved that they are still the Patriots. That game was in New England. Yes. So you know, if you want to play to that, what's you know in the past, you know, but the they, thing they is, play better and that's why they dropped too. Because if you're going to be a legitimate three and zero team, you got to be able to go into an individual right. opponent's I home agree. and win a game. I agree. You're three and zero. You're three and zero, and they were what at the time one and two. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be able to go in. Could have been a statement for them. Exactly. Uh, and they couldn't perform. Uh, number seventeen, the Denver Broncos. Uh, they're second in the AFC West at two and two. Thirteenth ranked offense. Seventeenth ranked defense. They're third in terms of rushing the football, and they're eighth in terms of stopping the run. Uh, they are at 10 sacks, which is a little low, I feel like, given that defensive front, but they are minus three in turnover differential because Casey Keenum sucks ass. Um, uh, the Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos should be three and one right now. Uh, Case Keenum should have, Case Keenum should have hit Demarius Thomas in that Chiefs game. Yep. Wide open, yep. overthrown by a long shot. Yep. Um, but they're two and two and because of that, they, they, they rank 17th because they just haven't been super impressive. In any fashion of the game, they're just they're they're above they're average. Boring in de- ass team. Yeah, they're above well, average in defense. They're average in offense because of the rushing. Well, um, so would you agree? I was just say the the rushing has been the bright spot. Would you agree right. with that? I mean, surprisingly, I mean uh, that got Lindsey, Lindsey and Royce Freeman have been yeah, have been uh, really pounding it. Start Freeman, but no, Lindsey's been doing well. I still want to start. It's just you have him. <laughs> yeah. F- fantasy aside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seventeen, or sorry, sixteenth. Right, my bad. I was looking at the Excel number. Uh, 16th, Seattle Seahawks. Second in the NFC West at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They are the 28th ranked offense, but they are the 7th ranked defense. Um, they are 5th against the pass. And 7th... or 5th uh, against the pass, 
but they're 27th against the rush. Um, and then they're 29th passing, 17th rushing. They have nine sacks, kind of what you expect. Um, losing a lot of edge rushers and stuff like that over the time. Uh, they're plus four in turnover differential. Russell Wilson's being careful with the football. And the defense is generating a lot of interceptions, which is why I kind of bumped them up a little bit as to where I normally uh, originally had them. I originally had them at 20. Um, but they're generating a lot of interceptions, which is keeping them in ball games. And I, I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I wouldn't be surprised if they make a wild card push. They're... The biggest loss that they've, they, they've gained over the past four years is they've lost the 12th man advantage. Going to Seattle to play a football game is not as hard as it used to be. Well, and the Legion of Boom is gone. I mean, that, well, that I think defense the, was dominant. I think it's more the 12th man thing, though. I just think that the, the fans have realized that Seattle's on the, a little bit on a decline, and they are not as electric as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Arrowhead is still, you know, electric. Loud. Booming. Uh, <laughs> Booming is Number 15, the Washington Redskins. First in the NFC East at 2-1. and one. I love the makeup of that team. They are 14th in offense. And get this. Big surprise for me. Third in defense. They are third against the pass and seventh against the run. Norman, maybe. And they are also fifth in terms of running the football. They're averaging just shy of 400 yards a game. They're averaging 21 points a game. They're on the plus side for a turnover differential, but they've only recorded seven sacks. But granted, they've missed a game. They've already had their bye week. So that's to be, you know, I would expect them to be about 10 if they had played four games. Right. Um, But at the end of the day, the Washington Redskins... After a bye week, an early bye week, where a lot of games are kind of up in the air, teams haven't really found their identity yet, still leading the division after a bye week. Adrian Peterson looks like uh, a solid rusher. Not the Adrian Peterson of old, but he looks like a solid rusher. Alex Smith takes care of the football, and they're, they're moving the chains, and they're, they're putting up points when it, it needs to be. They're not blowing people out of the water, but they're scoring 21 points a game, and they're only giving up 15. Chris Thompson, baby. Uh, number 14, the Minnesota Vikings. Third in the NFC North at 1-2-1. and one. They have the 12th-ranked offense and the 20th-ranked defense. Um, they are top five in terms of throwing the football and dead last in running the football. Um, I don't even think they run the football. They are 13th in stopping the run, but they're 22nd in stopping the pass. Secondary has not been good so far this season through four games. They're not generating a lot of turnovers. They're not stopping a lot of receivers. I mean, granted, they did play an explosive Rams team, but you guys were you guys were solidified before the season started as the best secondary yeah. in football. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to I'm not saying you got to hold them to a ten yards, but imagine that. You know, it's the same thing too. And to my knowledge, Terrence Newman's still there. Correct, correct, Terrence Newman. I mean, Terrence Newman, he, he, the guy is thirty something years old. He's played forever, and you can't put it all on Harrison Smith. He's a he's a he's a strong safety. He's a free safety. I can't remember one of the two. You can't be. Well, no, their corners are pretty good. They have Xavier Rhodes. Uh, Xavier, but Xavier Rhodes is not young either. You know, he's pretty young. It's like twenty six. I have to say, he's like twenty six. Right, so, he just got drafted. Well, the shelf life of a cornerback is much. Shorter oh yeah, than no, I, I get it. But I'm just saying. But I mean. <laughs> Think about it. It's, right. it's not like uh, we got to wrap it up. We, we, we got to get to our score uh, predictions. We're only, only going to have half an hour left. We'll, we'll, we'll rapid fire the score predictions. I'm sorry. I've been thirteenth. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, third in the NFC East at two and two. Twentieth ranked offense, tenth ranked defense. Um, they're number one against the run. Nobody's running on them so far this season. Um, and they're middle of the road for offensive in terms of passing and rushing the football. They are minus three in turnover differential, but they got eleven sacks. Um, I just think that the Eagles, uh, I think the Titans are a lot better than a lot of people have given them credit for so far this season. 
and they went in and they beat a quote unquote healthy Atlanta Falcons team to start the season. Um, can't take that away from them. I mean, granted, uh, w- w- Neil went down with the injury in that game, right? But when the Falcons started the season, the, stuff, the Falcons were hot and they were ready to go and they were healthy. And it's been all downhill health wise for them. But they went in and they won that week one game and they showed that they're able to run with the big dogs still. And I, I think it's just a matter of time before the Eagles start putting pieces together. They got Alshon Jeffrey back. Um, and I still think they're a force to be reckoned with. They're still in games. Uh, number 12, the Chargers. Third in the AFC West at 2-2. Two and two. Um, I had them higher than I originally had them because they have put together some wins. Um, they're still ninth in offense. They're 22nd in defense. Um, they got a lot to, to fix. They are on the plus side, if just barely in terms of turnover differential. But... Um, they d- and they only have eight sacks, but they're, they're throwing the football well. They're slinging it around. Um, I expect this number to go way up uh, once November hits and they get Bosa back. I say the defense. I mean, we talked about it before the season. We were kind of high on their defense, and they've been underperforming. And they miss Bosa. Yeah, Bosa was supposed to be back much earlier than he's going to be back now. Um, I think Bosa was supposed to originally quoted for a week three comeback, and now it's looking like November. So, uh. Number eleven, the Tennessee Titans, first in the AFC South at three and one. The ugliest team in the world. They are twenty sixth in offense, fifteenth in defense, but at the end of the day, they win football games. Yeah, they're they're scoring nineteen points. They're giving up eighteen, and yeah. it's been close games. Thanks to Derrick Henry, by the way. He had nothing to do with any of it, anyways. <laughs> the, yes, they got, they're plus one in the turnover differential. They've got twelve sacks, so they're getting to the quarterback. They're a middle of the road in terms of offense. Uh, rushing the football, but they're on the lower end for passing, just like they're better against stopping the pass than they are against stopping the run. But they've, at the end of the day, they're 3-1. and one. They're leading a division with a high-powered Jacksonville defense in it, and they're winning games. Uh, number 10, the Green Bay Packers. Second in the NFC North at 2-1-1. One one. 17th-ranked offense, 6th-ranked defense. That was a big surprise to me, too. Uh, coming into the season, I think a lot of people wrote them off defensively. I did. I know that personally. But they're 7th against the pass. They're 16th against the rush. Um, they're, they're 15th in passing and 19th in rushing. And they're just, you know, it's another close one. They're giving up 21 points a game and they're scoring 23. And other than that Bills game, it's been close games. <laughs> they a lot of kids that are starting to produce for them. Uh, number 9, Cincinnati Bengals. First in the AFC North at 3-1. and one. 16th offense. 29th on the defensive side of the football. Um, they're just middle of the road, you know, a little bit above average in passing, a little bit below average in rushing. Um, and they're defensively, they're just not that good. They're below average in both categories. They're minus two in turnovers. Dalton's throwing picks, but they're winning games. They got 10 sacks, but at the end of the day, they're three and one. They're putting together some strong wins. AJ Green's doing AJ Green things. And then they've handled the adversity of injuries to running backs very well. Um, number nine, the New England Patriots. Second in the AFC East, they got a big bump up after beating the Dolphins and the Colts. Uh, they're three and two. Um, they're still nineteenth in offense, though, which is surprising for a Patriots offense. I think that number will go way up with Edelman back. Um, and they are fifteenth in defense. Or sorry, they're sixteenth uh, in defense. My bad. Um, not getting to the quarterback a lot. Seven sacks. Not getting a lot of turnovers. The defense needs a lot of works, though. But at the end of the day, the New England Patriots, they're still winning. They're winning games now. Uh, number six, the Carolina Panthers, second in the NFC South at 2-1. and one. 
They are 18th offensively, and they are 13th defensively. They're playing well-rounded football um, in terms of offensive and defensive production as a whole. But on the offensive side of the football, they are near the bottom of the barrel in passing, but they're number one in rushing. Um, okay. They're mid-range in both defensive categories. They're plus four in turnovers, eight sacks. Uh, again, that's getting to the quarterback pretty effectively when you consider they've only played three games. The only reason I have them seventh is because they played three games. The team above them played four. That's why. I mean, it's a little biased, but whatever. Uh, so number six is the Chicago Bears. They're first in the NFC North as of right now at three and one. They have the 24th ranked offense and the fourth ranked defense. They are ninth against the pass, second against the run. The defense is playing really well. They're plus six in turnover differential. Khalil Mack. They have 18 <laughs> sacks, which leads the Return NFL. Um, they're 10th in offense, 23rd in passing. Um, I don't really know if I expect that number to go up in terms of passing. It's we got to see what Trubisky does coming out of the bye. But at the end of the day, they're 3-1. and one. We don't like to play the should game here, but they should be 4-0. Right. Matt Nagy's fault came out conservative and flat in the second half. They should have won that game. Um, but like I said, at the end of the day, they're 3-1, and one, and their defense is a stopping teams. Yeah, for sure. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers showed that you can beat Fitzmagic, and then the Bears decided to show that you can bottle Fitzmagic and completely destroy it. Get him benched. Did, and they destroyed him. <laughs> Get him benched. Shout out um, Dave Sanderson, tuning in towards the end, but thank you. Uh, number five is the 3-1 and one New Orleans Saints, first in the NFC South. Fourth-ranked offense, 24th-ranked defense. Uh, they're seventh in pass, 18th in rush. Uh, they are minus one in the turnover differential, but they've got nine sacks. Um, like I said earlier, we were talking about the Falcons, and we were talking about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, shoot! If you're going to play shootout football, your defenses are going to be struggling. Your don't do it against gonna, Breeze. Your offenses are going to be great, but there's a big difference between one and three and three and one. I think the Saints' defense is getting better there. They're third against the rush, but they're almost last against the pass. Yeah, title should be. Uh, number four, Jacksonville Jaguars, second in the AFC South at three and one. Fifteenth ranked offense, first ranked defense. Um, they are first against the pass, but tenth against the run. Teams are able to move the ball a little bit against them on the ground. Not not in copious amounts, but they're able to. I think a lot of that has to go with Saquon Barkley. Um, I think that he kind of had a big dent in that number because yeah. he ripped off a pretty big run against them. Um, offensive wise, though, they're just middle of the pack. Um, they're only putting up 22 points a game, which is great when your defense only allows 14 points a game. But every defense has a goose egg game, much like the Bears. You know, that, that number could drop if you do a week-to-week rankings because if the, the offense goes out and puts up a goose egg, or, I mean, if your defense goes out and puts up a goose egg, people like Bortles, they're not built to throw six touchdowns and 380 yards. Um, that's just not how they work. Um, number three is the Baltimore Ravens. They are second in the AFC North at three and one, um, which I'm not sure. Chug that beer. I'm not sure why they're second. You want to know why? Uh, Was that was that kind of a a question that you're just posing? Well, sure, but I don't know why they're second because they beat the they beat the Steelers. I don't think the Bengals have played a division game yet. Oh, uh, they played each other. Who? Bengals and Ravens, don't they? Did they play each other? I think the Ravens. Yeah, they did. Oh, the Ravens. Okay, so the Ravens. So then the Ravens should be first at two and zero in the division. I think the Bengals. Well, I think them. the Bengals beat them. Oh, so they they have them on the head to head matchup. Yeah. Then? yeah. Okay. Uh, oh no no no! Because the Bengals are one and zero in the division. They haven't played anybody else in the division yet. Okay. All right. My bad. Anyway, the tenth ranked offense. Their second ranked defense. 
I mean, I, I understand they, that Joe Flacco's not They've given up no second half points. Yeah, they've given up no second half wow. points yet this season. I know that Joe Flacco's not an elite quarterback. I agree with you on that, Kyle. But at the end of the day, they're 10th ranked in the offense, second ranked in the defense. What sucks is that they get Jimmy fucking Smith back today. They're fourth in the. They're fourth against the pass. Could be rusty. Is, Could be rusty. They're only going to get better with that. They're fourth against the pass and they're fourth against the rush. They're second. Are they eighth in terms of passing the football? They're twenty third against the, uh, in terms of rushing the football. Joe Flacco showing that he can put up numbers when it comes to having weapons around him. They got ten sacks. The big the big thing for them is they've got a goose egg in the turnover column. They're zero in terms of turnover differential, but so they're three and one, and they're especially with the win against the Steelers, they're winning in more impressive fashion than the Bengals. They just happen to both be three and one. Um, number two is the Kansas City Chiefs, AFC West. Leaders at 4-0, and eighth-ranked offense, but the last-ranked defense. Um, they're ninth for the pass, 13th for the rush, but they're almost dead last against the pass, and they're close to dead last against the rush. They only have a two-turnover differential. They got 10 sacks, which is pretty good. They're putting up 36 points a game, but they're giving up 28 points a game. Um, that that That's just why they're second. The Rams, number one, first in the NFC West, also 4-0. They have the first-ranked offense. They're putting up just under 500 yards a game. Um, they're second in terms of pass, seventh in terms of rush. Rams have been impressive. They're a top-10 defense uh, with 14th against the pass, fifth against the run, four in the turnover column, which is impressive because they're not a turnover-generating defense, mm-hmm. but their offense isn't a turnover-generating offense. And they're the real, the only number for the entire Rams organization that stands out to me is that they haven't reached double-digit sacks after four games. But yeah. that's 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 my rank Riddler's rankings. No. Riddler. Now that's rank. Come on. Some green alcohol. Come on, say it with me. Alright. Start rattling off games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get through them pretty quick, I think. But did you guys like the rankings? Yeah, I did. Something yeah. you guys would like to do later in the future? I'll tell you. The rankings? They were rank. Should've put the games up, man. Alright, uh, game number one, <laughs> one o'clock kickoff. Uh we have the uh, Tennessee Titans visiting the Buffalo Bills. Titans seventeen nothing. Oh, you have to go that fast. You can talk about it like, well, for a second. We have twenty minutes. Yeah, we got time. Um, yeah. Go over a minute. Titans. I think. It, it, I don't even think it's going to be like a great. Save the rushing game. for the beer reviews. Um, I think the Titans win twenty-one seven. Bills have proved they're going nowhere fast. Um, I think the Titans are nothing special either. Uh, I think Titans win with a 10-point victory. We'll call it uh, 30-20 today, Tennessee. I think it's a close game. I think, the Titan, I think the Titans win 21-17. 70 yards. I just don't, the Titans, I just don't think they have the offensive firepower. Even the Bills' defense is not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you lose an average piece of an average defense. It's still average. Um I just think it's close. I think it's twenty one seventeen Titans. Uh New York Giants visiting the Carolina Panthers. McCaffrey's gonna have a big day. I don't think so. I I think he'll have a decent I don't think he's really gonna go off. They can stop him out of the back. He's not a great between the tackles runner. He's okay. But he he's a better pass catching back. He's very good, don't get me wrong, but I think the Giants will be able to contain him. Or at least that's the key to them winning, is containing him. <laughs> What's your prediction? Panthers, 24, Giants, 17. 
have the same score, but the opposite. Giants 24, Panthers 17. I have Carolina holding on. Just I think they're playing better football right now. Uh, we'll call it close. You got a stupid shirt. Whoa, it's a jersey, by the way. Uh, 27-20, Carolina. Talk about the shirt. 24-24 tie. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a tie. I think the Giants find some offensive rhythm. <laughs> Dave Sanderson, <laughs> where does Kevin Nash rank? Oh. <laughs> Number uh, one in the power rankings. <laughs> uh, three and one Miami Dolphins visiting the three and one Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bengals on the rise, Dolphins on the fall. Um, uh, even though the Bengals defense is not that great, uh, I think that they are more poised to win an offensive shootout by far. Uh, I think the Bengals walk out of this 31-24 victors. Uh, this this game's kind of interesting to me because the Dolphins are looking to kind of bounce back. And, I mean, the Bengals have been playing well, but Bernard just went down. Mixon's coming back. So, like, it, it, it's kind of Mixon's up in the air. playing today, though. I think he is. Is he playing today? I believe so. Um, so it's kind of up in the air. Um, I think the Bengals pull it out, but I think it'll be like a last second, almost like last week with the AJ Green, like, you know, last second touchdown. That was a great game. It, it was a good game, and that was an incredible catch. Yeah, for at the sure. End. But um, I think the Bengals win 27 21. All right. Um, are you kidding me, Rebecca? Oh, my goodness. You know, fire out. Show's over. Kyle? What game was it again? All right, so Baltimore is visiting <laughs> Cleveland now. Kyle's missed that one. He's too busy looking at his fantasy teams. I'm sorry. Three and one Baltimore Ravens visiting the one two and one Browns. Uh, I think the the Ravens' pass defense is able to stifle Baker Mayfield. Uh, I still think it's an exciting game um, to start, but I think the Ravens end up pulling away. Uh, I see the Ravens winning 2018. I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I don't think any offenses really get anything going. I think it's going to be 10-3 to 3 Ravens. Wow. I um I have the Browns winning. Better boy. I, listen, I like Cleveland this year. They, they've The last few years, I mean, they've been right in every game. And even this year, they're right in there. Um, it's a division game. I mean, we we've watched the Browns play these division games. They they hang they hang with these teams. Um, I think the Browns win seventeen fourteen. Ravens are playing well enough. Cleveland's at home too. I'm not concerned about that. You know, I, I like I like Cleveland a lot. You know, they play, they play well. Ravens right now are in a great position. I think they roll and they roll big. Honestly, I think they roll big. Forty eight. We'll call it 48-22. 22. 22. 22. NFL, odd scores. I need 58 seconds to go to the bathroom. Count it. Um, all right. Green Bay Packers visiting the Detroit Lions. I think the... Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> you were confident, and then you thought about it. Um, I think the pa- I mean, Jesus, I did the same thing. All the Packers receivers are hurt. But it's still Aaron Rodgers. And it's still the Lions. <laughs> um, you know what? The Lions win 21-14. Packers win 21-14. All right. Usually Aaron Rodgers is going to throw a Hail Mary with time expiring to win the game. Lions win 28-17. The other game was a Dolphin game, right, that I missed? Yes. Dolphins 17, Bengals 13. What? 
We're not. <laughs> next game? Uh, next game is Jacksonville visiting Kansas City. This, this to me, I think is going to be like the game of the week. Um, I also need you guys to make your fantasy picks real quick. I forgot all about it. Oh, Jeff picked Robert Woods. Kyle, you're up. Um, to me, though, the Kansas City Jacksonville game. This, this is going to be a big time test for Mahomes, going up against you know one of the league's elite defenses. Um, and and it's also an uh, he's facing an offense that's good. So I think Jacksonville's going to put up points. So it's going to keep Mahomes. You know, he won't be able to get comfortable with like a big lead. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win 35-28. Uh, I think Jacksonville goes in, and I think uh, Bortles has a huge game. I think Jacksonville wins 42-32. Wow. I think the Jacksonville defense showed Mahomes what's up. I think Jacksonville wins 24-10. Kansas City rolls on. I just feel like they got some momentum right now. Uh, 33-24. Also... Detroit beats Green Bay 30-28. There's another pick I didn't get to do, but I don't remember what the score was, what the teams were, so it doesn't matter. All right, uh, Denver Broncos visiting the New York Jets. Uh, Broncos have a hold of that game. I feel, you know, Jets had that the, the spurts where they look really good. Denver can control the game. Uh, I have Denver winning uh, 23-17. Uh, I think Denver goes in and beats the Jets. Um, I mean, I guess Sam Darnold's looked all right, but he he hasn't really impressed me that much. Got nothing. Um, so bad for that kid. But even so, I mean, he was hyped up to be like he's played good, but he just doesn't have anything around him. I I think that Denver's gonna come in. Um, I think Von Miller's gonna have big day. <laughs> Denver can stay in games. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, Case Keenum's not been the guy they've wanted so far, yeah. but they're playing well. Um, thirteen nothing shutout by the Broncos. You know, I was gonna say fourteen nothing Broncos. Really? Yeah. Well, go with it. Well, he, he kind of beat me to it there. I was leading up to it, and he just jumps in. Listen, what are you expecting? People gonna shower you in flowers? Come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm taking the Rebecca Jets. just picked play portals. What? Rebecca picked play portals. I'm taking the Jets. I think the Jets win. Well, I don't like the Broncos. All Kendall, you got to pick your pick. Uh, I'm taking on Jesse James. <laughs> I think the Jets. I don't think anybody has him. Hopefully, hopefully not. Someone just confirm that Jesse James isn't on a roster before I fucking steal from another team by accident. He's on a team. Take him. I don't think Jesse James is right, on anybody's Falcons, roster. Falcons visiting the Steelers. Big time uh, game. Big time game. Both teams played absolutely atrocious. But the Steelers have not played deserving to win. If there's been a wake-up game, if any, it should have been last week, but we'll call it hangover. This is the game to win. Um, I think it, it's very close. I think Pittsburgh wins 36-30. This game's in Atlanta? In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Oh. No dome. Hmm. A blustery October evening. Over. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rather. I think it's a high school game. I think the Steelers win 37-34. Hey, Ron Roberts. Hey, hey, hey. Falcons, 45-42. Kyle, you take it so personal. <laughs> every time you pick the Steelers, you pick them to lose. I didn't pick the Steelers. Yeah, you always pick them to lose. That's not true. Ninety-eight percent. That's not true. Yeah, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, Pittsburgh wins. Uh, Pittsburgh wins fifty-four and forty-nine. Oh my 
<laughs> yes. Fifty-four forty-nine. Ben goes down after two minutes. Doesn't help our defense, but you know what? We won. So, so Mason, wait. Ru- <laughs> Mason Rudolph comes in, throws in, throws seven touchdowns. Okay. Anyway, I don't want that to happen. Seven touchdowns, all of them. Hey, that's what happened. All with of Tommy them Maddox to James Conner to, Vance to Roosevelt Knicks. That, that's fine. That'd be awesome. Knicks, Knicks, Knicks. <laughs> Caught one touchdown last year. Hey, it's all that mattered. Uh, Christmas right. Day, Ravens. Shut up, Kendall. Remember that forever. Oakland Chargers. Los Angeles Sorry, Oakland Char- uh, Raiders Chargers. I said it's a different team. <laughs> Los Angeles rolls on. I think the Raiders. They had their win. I think they're kind of like, hey, and they'll they'll calm down. Melvin Gordon. I expect a big day out of him. Uh, we'll call it twenty four thirteen. Los Angeles. I think L A. Like you said, keeps keeps the ball rolling. Twenty eight ten. I think it's a new beginning. <laughs> the Raiders upset the Chargers. That's the way you said it. I'm sorry. I don't like the like the Chargers defense has been really bad. You give yeah, twenty seven so points. You give twenty seven points to Jimmy Garoppolo's forty nine er team. Sorry, that's not acceptable. Fair. I think the Raiders win thirty five to twenty. All right, um, Minnesota Philly. Hmm. Minnesota wins twenty four seventeen. Yes. I agree with Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I think Minnesota has their number this time. It's just, I don't know, Philadelphia, they've shown really good stuff at the same time. They, they, they don't have to go there yet. You know, Wentz has been – he well, he's been hurt, obviously, and uh, I think it's he's been, pretty good, though. He, yeah, for sure. I think there's a, a little ways to go. Minnesota holds on. We'll call it 30-17. Just disagree with the number, Kendall. 24. No, 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 no. I, I'm not a conformist. Give me your shirt. All right. Give me yours. No, absolutely not. I'll get the shirt underneath. No, I can't give you that either. Sorry. All right. Uh, Arizona, San Francisco. Arizona wins ninth. Unwatchable. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen, the bad games are the best games. Arizona wins ninth three. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I think Arizona holds on. Uh, we'll call it something weird. Uh, definitely a game where a safety comes into play. Nineteen seventeen. 15-12. Uh, Arizona. Ampersand. 13-3. <laughs> nice. Gross. Um, all right. Uh, Rams, Seahawks. Rams, Seattle. Rams 45, Seattle 20. Another I, big game for Jared Goff and the boys. I agree. I think uh, the Rams kind of run away with this one. Probably. Uh, you know who I just picked up in our fantasy league? That wasn't taken. What do you got? I just took Cooper Cup. Oh, wow. I was looking at him, but I needed a quarterback. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Uh, Rams run away today. Uh, 39-14. I, too, am taking the Rams. Uh, 28-10. Fuck everybody. No, uh, Dallas <laughs> Houston. Houston's gonna win seventeen to seven. I think uh, Nuck Hopkins goes balls deep in Dallas. Twenty-eight, ten. Hopkins you just, three you touchdowns. Just, you just want him to go. Crazy. Hopkins three touchdowns. Wow, Houston wins in a very similar fashion. Twenty-one, ten. All rushing touchdowns for Hopkins. Where's Watson. 
Houston. Sorry, Peter. I like Dallas, but no, you don't. Houston. I like you Houston don't like more. Dallas. If you're not a Cowboy fan, you like all that. teams. You can't I just like, like all teams. I like football. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I like the players on Dallas. I like Elliot. I like Elliot. I like Dak. He's fun. How do like you try what, he's he's a, so he, boring to watch. No, he's not. Listen, let me put it this way. <laughs> Any mobile quarterback is fun to me. I, I enjoy the Washington, New Orleans. <laughs> We're going to continue this later. I think New Orleans wins 31-24. Washington wins 24-21. Washington wins 27-21. I like that score a lot. Saints, 28. Redskins, 21. And uh, Indy New... Oh, no, that was it. That was the money they came. <laughs> Patriot, Indy New England. Indy. <laughs> <laughs> New England uh, 38, Colts 24. Ooh, sorry. It's not going to probably lose. God, God, give me $40. Yeah. Eric Ebron scores a leak. $45. Touchdown. Garbage time. <laughs> Loved it. Loved the, what the, how that happened. Um, Your reviews. Fucking, it was average. What beer did you have? Uh, Sierra Nevada. I don't know why everyone will fucking think this beer is sick. It's not. It's an okay beer. I like it. It's an okay beer. It's fucking right. gay. So, uh, that, that was uncalled for. The uh, <laughs> Chimay, it wasn't bad. As it got warmer, it got worse. <laughs> <laughs> but the Goose IPA was the call to the bullpen today. That That's just a solid, solid beverage. Did you close it out for you? Great job. Goose Island. Three innings saved? Four. Harpoon did their Duncan Coffee Porter. You know what? I've had a beer just like this 10,000 times. Everyone thinks you can do like their coffee influence. I don't know. Was not, was not, hold on. You have munchkins? Can I have a munchkin? Hold on. This is going to influence everything right here. I'm going to have a munchkin. I'm going to drink the beer. What do you think is it all? What do we got here? Chocolate? Cool. Make Makes so much sense. Chocolate glaze. Here we go. Hold on. You can see it on Facebook Live. <laughs> Roughly the same. <laughs> so, I've had this beer very similar. It's okay. I'm crashing and stuff. There's a lot of those at my house, and they're all stale, and I was very disappointed last night. Riddler? Uh, the Center of Abduction, it was okay. Um, I wouldn't really get crazy about it. Don't Center buy it if you find it. And then I finished off with the Parker Porter from Goose Island. Uh, very high quality. Same review as last week. Uh, big fan. All right. Well, this is us. Uh, find us on... Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's slapping souls in the gray penis or kissing Coach Anus on the mouth. Subscribe on Podbean, Both iTunes, okay. Google Play, <laughs> and iHeartRadio. And find us here every Sunday on the PPRN Radio Network. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Wednesday night to PPRN for the Peter Pino Show from 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. Mixtape Saturdays, always. Yes, mixtape. Uh, thought you were going to give more information on that. Well, no, listen, <laughs> Peter's got some guys all across, guys from Florida, guys from Rhode Island. He does his own mix. Yeah. Outstanding. It's good stuff. Always tune in. Leave reviews on stuff. Unlike iTunes, write reviews. Yeah, we care. Yeah. We care. We'll ignore it, but we care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. If uh, you bought a t-shirt, take pictures of you in your t-shirt. Post them up. Just your t-shirt. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, how about if you... Take a picture of yourself in a t-shirt. We'll deliver a nip to you. Personally. I'll deliver him. Okay. A nip. I get to choose, though. It'll be over a dollar. 
Anything over Just a so you know, we have t-shirts out in the Czech Republic. So, <laughs> be That's ready. Is there, is there a rowboat? Or is there, <laughs> where's the Staten Island Ferry go? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Getting Sports with Drunk. As said earlier, make sure to tune into all programs on the PPRN Radio Network. Yeah. We will be live again next Sunday from 10 to one, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, we will talk more NBA basketball, more NHL, more NFL, some MLB postseason updates. The whole the whole four sports are going hard right now. This is the time to listen to sports. The whole shebang. Uh, I believe the household appliance and the man of many names will not be here next week. Nope. Unless uh, the team forfeits again. Uh, Jamar, I believe, should be joining us. I think we'll also have a guest on um, to, be, to be determined. But... Uh, yeah, make sure to follow us on all the social medias and whatnot, and we look forward to seeing you guys next Sunday. But until then, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nay. I'm the man of many names. And I'm the Red Baron. No. no. no.